In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative MBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Thank you.
This year right here, oh, yeah. this year right here. This year right here. I used to love all the cocktails I was bringing to. What's the meaning for me? I'm a Did Joey do this show? Joey who? Fat Joe. He didn't do it. No? He want to do what he said, but you know how that shit go with rappers and shit. You know exactly how that shit go. He wants you to call him a hundred times. I did his, um, I did his Instagram show. I know. The Dopra show. I didn't realize he was getting, he was making money, money off that hey, shit. Hell yeah. Let me get water out of there, love, please. Okay, bet. I'm just gonna call him, bro. You don't be running out of breath for no reason. You be going in. <laughs> Thank you. Yo! Like, his act The way he be dunking, my nigga, when people he be talking. He got the best act out. He be so enthralled when people be talking. He don't let nobody talk, though. But that's the point. Whenever you are, he like, mm -hmm. He's a great storyteller. He is. I just hope one day I do some shit around Fat Joe when he tell the story. He will. He this nigga he Carlos shows up, right? <laughs> this nigga has, yo, where is my mother? This nigga had 189 niggas with it. <laughs> All dressed the same. All dressed the same. Never seen niggas. Yo, I've never In seen niggas. I've never seen niggas dressed so much alike. <laughs> these niggas had the same watch. I want to say these niggas even had some of the same chicks. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But yo, my man walks in this spot, right? Orders 300 steaks. I made the mistake of telling them that everything was on me this night. I'm doing good. I got lean back. I got, I got the song cracking. 
rocking with Weezy and all, so I'm good. Joe stories, man. I gotta do something. He talked about us a little bit when we hosted the BT Award. I know, Next right? Day. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe, yesterday's price is not today's price. They need to put that on the gas stations. Mm, that is hilarious. For real. They need to put that shit on the gas stations, nigga. I just had a brilliant idea. It's $5.89 in LA. I want a store that only sells shit that they're about to stop selling. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. I thought you rolled it with that in it. I'm like, nigga, what's this? You got a weed secret. Put a clubhouse. How much is the gas here? Club. <laughs> shit, it depends on where you go. It's five eighty nine dollars No, it ain't no five. I just was out there. About four ninety three. Yeah, I, I just was out there. Gas costs more than a Happy Meal. I'm yeah. right there. Easily. About to be six. Yeah, I like when the gas prices go up. Cause motherfuckers start staying home. <laughs> They yeah. about to start it's talking back on the phone. Right, when the last time you been in a real life trap house? Um, when I was in Miami the last time. You know, I come from a nothing but people who are, have alternative businesses. I was watching Fighting Words. Mm-hmm. I love the story about your stepdaddy getting beat up. <laughs> that is great. That was on Netflix. That's not on Fighting Words. Oh, see? What's the... Okay. See, I didn't watch them all. That's They Ready. They Ready. He got his ass beat in the rain. In the rain? It was raining. And I didn't want to... Because that's my brother's father, so I let him live. But my mother is the one who who came and got him and rescued him from the fight. He beat up in the rain, man. Then shit's slippery, too. <laughs> That's the only defense you could have said after that. You get your ass whooped in front of your kids in the rain. You got to live and die by. If it wouldn't have been raining, I'd have whooped your ass. I would have whooped that nigga's ass. And you know that. Man. Cap. The rain fucked me up, man. You can't see shit. It was raining hard in the motherfucker. Every time you tell the story, you got to increase the rain <laughs> by 20%. Goddamn flood. Where the fuck DC go? He's fighting it waist deep. Nigga probably shitting that piece out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put him on blast like that. Well, maybe he is. What has been going on out of LA besides high ass gas? Um, I haven't been there, but. You been on the road and shit, huh? Mm-hmm. You're up. Just like I told you you would. Yeah, there's more activity elsewhere, right? I told you first. You right now. I told you in that van. Oh, I told you in that limo. What you told? We had a long talk. I had to save me from going crazy on them folks from the light of time. Where? We had a different Last plan. Last time we standing. For real. We had a different plan. Yep. What you mean? We, weren't, we just weren't there for that. They don't understand that shit, though. Do you know how I many people like, man, you should want? I was like, you don't kind of get how it goes. Mm-mm. Right. We was really on Survivor that year. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Y'all had challenges. 
Oh, it yeah. was trash. Bro, you know how much challenges. Dude, they so, don't even know how much shit. I, was, I hate it, and then we didn't even have it. They had this bullshit where you had to pick who you... You had to vote. Yeah. And we never... He never turned on me, but them, them three crackers on that show, they... Carlos Oh, it was. I remember that. Hell no. I remember that. I was through playing that shit. It's like, okay, Carlos. You got to the point where you wanted to go. And this guy. I was like, bro, it don't matter what the fuck I do out here. These niggas already. He got a whole commercial. Mm -hmm. He got a whole commercial. Who you. All right. And he kept telling us, too. Lost the nigga from the Gacko ad. Nigga, ain't no, there's no question about that type of shit. How you gonna beat the nigga with a commercial? Right. He already got a network deal. <laughs> <laughs> ain't beat these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's why Let me go bad. ahead and get the fuck out of here, cause this shit better get treacherous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the last challenge gonna be. All right, you want it bad enough? Stab one of your castmates. <laughs> There are four of you left. There are three knives on the table. <laughs> That's where we were. How bad do you want it? <laughs> you hear the bell. That is how bad. Show it. what you know. Uh-uh. We're gonna we're gonna pick numbers for knives. Each knife has a number on the back of it. Oh, my bad. Man. You're the most successful right. person of that season. Say it loud. I don't know if you the mic picked that shit up. <laughs> you are. Well, well. He's the most successful person from our season. Don't nobody know who Rodman is anymore. Like, he didn't get anything from Ooh. there. Yes, he did. Yeah. be good, ain't he? Thought Rodman was good. I thought he, he was still doing on the road. road. Rodman. He's still doing it. Rodman. That's what he wanted. Rodman. Yeah. That's what no, won your season. Yeah. Rodman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He good. I I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying that out of that season, yeah. regardless of who was one, two, three, four, five, you were more successful than all of them. Nobody knows who Jimmy Schubert is. Nobody knows who these. I wonder is. what the fuck Jimmy Schubert is. He's on the Greensboro. Oh man! Yeah. Shout out to all them comics yeah, who auditioned man. for Lance Comics. And wait, let me finish. You don't know what I'm about to say. And went up there and said all this shit. Now you're down the band. <laughs> You should have seen that shit. Like the first round, we had a hundred motherfuckers. Oh my goodness. Man, they were saying the most outlandish shit you could think of. Give me an example. Just shock humor. Okay. I can't even repeat shit this shit. Get you shit that would definitely get you canceled. And this was their whole shit. Was to make the crowd go, oh my God. That's crazy. The guy that um, got into it with Roseanne, he told Russell he was a hack. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. What? Russell yeah. Peter. Oh, I think man. I remember that. Oh, they, they judges? They oh, a few of those comedians. Yeah, I remember that. few of them cussed the judges out. Yeah. few yeah, of them just walked sure. off and was like, you don't know shit about them fucking comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, really, Roseanne? They were mad. Oh, man. Who the fuck do you know about stand-up? Exactly. <laughs> I know, Man, I'm in Omaha next week. I don't fucking need to be here. Yeah. Wow. Comedy game treacherous, dog. Tell you. Yeah. That was some very entertaining shit, though, man. I just hate that a lot of that shit didn't even come out. Little challenges and shit they was waking us up to do all day. Oh, for real? Oh, man. 
This challenge is less comic standing, but you're gonna have to sit down the entire time. Mm. Nigga, we went. We woke up one morning and went to Universal Studios and rode the fucking rides. As a challenge? Yeah. The the Scooby Doo van. What was that? The mystery machine. But it was like dumb early, like where it wasn't fun, right? Yeah, it was like dumb. after a while it just wasn't fun. Six anymore. in the morning. Yeah, the shit whole like thing that. Wasn't fun anymore. Nigga, you ever woke up with J.B. Smooth in your room telling jokes? <laughs> you said what? You ever woke up with J.B. Smooth busting in your room telling jokes? Oh, hell no. And he would bust in the door. Like, he would just bust in the door. Yeah. He was the host, yo. Because y'all had Anthony had to leave Justin. Like, J.B. Smooth, nigga? Uh, they ain't got a key. <laughs> <laughs> That's one motherfucker, boy. That's a wake-up call. That's crazy. That nigga J.B. Smooth got a key to your hotel room. Do you in there sleep? That nigga he busting in telling jokes. That was his thing, like, every every single time we had, especially when they were eliminating people, he would just bust in the door just to make us more anxious. That's his whole thing. He would slide in the room. It was... Say some shit and walk off. It'd be some incomplete <laughs> shit, though. Oh, tonight comments. Yes. You might fry some fish. <laughs> she ain't gonna eat no chicken. Yeah. And that bull. <laughs> Tell the truth, though. Out of all of that shit, what's funnier than watching JV Smooth read off the prompter? Oh! <laughs> yes, Nigga, we would be in there forever. There was a pause. <clears throat> we would do a sentence and pause. Sentence. Chicken! <laughs> 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 Why you doing it, Chicken did it! Spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> Potato soup. These are all things. The comedians, these on the road. <laughs> but tonight, doing the voice, man. we're going to make rope. <laughs> rope. Take it from the top. <laughs> Chicken tomatoes. <laughs> Spaghetti salad. <laughs> Baby potatoes. <laughs> Baby potatoes. <laughs> man, we used to be in that bitch crying last night. <laughs> Some of the most fun I ever had, though, man. <laughs> Chicken potatoes. <laughs> Rice and salad. <laughs> JB Smooth funny as hell. You might find some fish. You might find some fish. I'm drinking them chicken tonight. Comedians, the last one left. But tonight, one of your asses is going home. <laughs> I don't give a damn. You like you're chewing on your tongue when you're talking. That's how you talk. You sound just like oh, Give a damn. You going home tonight. Somebody take me back ass home. Or wipe the ass. Or somebody's ass. Go home. That's it. Don't matter about the color of the ass. Don't matter about the color of the ass. One of these asses won't be here tomorrow. My black ass will be here. But one of you asses, one of those asses, is going to be sent home. That is for him. Tonight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, that shit used to be crazy because they used to, when people got eliminated, they used to make you go shoot your scene. Like you had to go to your room, pack all your shit, and then fake like you leaving, and then go back upstairs. You remember that shit? They were doing y'all like the fucking hard knocks off the NFL. When you get eliminated, you gotta go pack all your shit. They make you think you really leaving. And you go to a psychiatrist. Did they do that to y'all? Yeah, they make you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. Eliminate it. You go in a room and a, yeah. a psychiatrist. Hey, man, and a psychiatrist you, you okay? Like, Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Take yeah. You might kill yourself because you lost. I won, but I ain't never go. But I, you I, 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 I wanted to go and see somebody. You didn't anyway, have to I go needed, yes, I needed, I needed some therapy. No, but I'm saying. I ain't know what the fuck to do. Might kill the negative. They didn't even tell us, though. It's the end of the world with me, man. Oh, shit. I can't go back home. Damn, I'm kind of crazy as you speak. Can't tell anybody to make it, man. They go look at me as a failure. Not like this. I'm gonna go, man. Don't do it, man. I gotta go, man. Chicken and potatoes. Salad. Turtle food. Crackers. Hot buns. Chicken wings from the club. <laughs> but tonight, one of your asses is going home. A black ass, a white ass. No matter who asks. Somebody ass won't be here tomorrow. I'm here. Oh, he, he won though? Nah, it's JB Smoke. Oh, he won. He was like, ate a boo boo, you gotta go home. Get your ass up! Time to write some jokes. <laughs> He was busting our room. Oh, so he was like a, a night counselor. He was the host. You're going to be a tour guy. And they would have the cameras. You want to make it in this business? You want to see if you really got what it takes. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, man. Oh. 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 What do you say? What do you say, though? You want to see what you got? <laughs> I messed it up. You better be beat. You want to see what it takes? You really going to be mad. You want to see if you have what it takes or do you have what it takes? Oh. <laughs> he tried to get it together. He said, All right. Oh. Do you think you have what it might take to God? <laughs> might take to God. Man, we used to be, I used to be in that motherfucker, just tears just oh, rolling down. Because you got to sit there and like not laugh. Man, that oh. shit was so hard. How many comments you start out with? A hundred. Yeah. A hundred. We went down to 28. A hundred, then what, 50? 28. Oh, it was, we, but on air it was 28. Yeah, yeah we it went go 100, 50, then 20, then I think we did like 30, then it's 10. Yeah, five, we went from 20 one, to one. 10. Damn. Yeah. yeah, read your contracts, people. Yes. Nigga, you think he going there with 10 Read your contracts. Nigga, 100 niggas. Read go back home and tell the contract. Anytime they bring you some shit right before you about to do some shit. Yep. You better send, read that shit. Send that yeah. shit to your lawyer, man. No, low key, they said y'all did. Yeah, yeah, y'all made enough noise the way y'all got people paid. Bro. I wonder who that was. No, they didn't. <laughs> First thing I do is act a fool about my check. Now, just anybody in the game who know that. So what happened? Oh, what happened? They man? told they, what did they tell you? They're going to send you money? You'll get what your happened? money three months from now. <laughs> you told them, oh, not, not, not Mississippi law. Hey, when I got through talking to them people, what they say? Everyone, could you come downstairs and get yeah. your per diem? Yeah. Yeah. They went and got them envelopes and had that lady right there make you sign your name. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this. The first couple of times, there was some money in an the envelope. Then they got, it was before they even had the check for this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My shit was way better. I, I mean, he would told me all the shit, too. And I was like, man. Damn. Like, so that was boot camp before y'all got but there. But once I got there, once, like, I was like, oh, but this is the reason they got shit together. Right. Man, you had the, you know, the contract was so crazy, right? Mm-hmm. They felt like, okay, since you own this show, you can't go work none of these other shows in this in LA. Yeah. This is where all the comedy is. No give a fuck who you were, why even if you about to go home, you still can't do this shit for about three weeks after that. Mm-hmm. 
You can't it was all no kind of shit in there. No net. No nothing. So it's like, even, all right, they want you to stay out here as long as you're on the show, right? Right. But they're not going to pay you till you leave. Mm-hmm. You living in the hotel. This ain't no cheap ass hotel. They done already. These comedians now, right. they want five hundred dollars every week for a deposit. Right. So when they get your card number, it's a five hundred dollar hold. Then a five hundred dollar deposit. Then another five hundred. They didn't tell you that it's a thousand dollars a week. Damn near to just for your security deposit. You ain't paying for the room, dude. How long is the competition? As long as you stay there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Shop, that's a part they ain't pay for the room. They room paid for. This the security. They oh, paying for your room. Yeah. You need this your incidental, incidental fee. Incidental. They got incidental fee. You got a thousand dollar incidental fee. Maybe if you no, stay there. It's $500 every couple. It's a $500 hole. Right. But if you stay there another week. It's another $500. It's another $500 hole. Right. So it's like by the time they released, it, and then you know this shit can be from seven to thirty days. Yeah, right. business days too. And you got credit card. Hey, my boy. Yeah, I knew. Man. <laughs> I need my per diem. Hey man, it's just so much fine print in this industry that don't nobody mention, mm-hmm. man. Like, it was abusive. It was abusive. <clears throat> And then they just, it's so many motherfuckers that they just like, okay, somebody can be next. It's like, right. and then it's like, you. <laughs> somebody can be next shit, don't scare nobody. Hey, hey, no, and that's up. the thing about it. But y'all did full play reality. They don't even do reality shows like that anymore, no really. People will change. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Some people, put y'all in the house. Whatever they sold them on, well, they actually be believing that shit. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't put us in the house. Okay, but we, y'all had to do challenges every yeah, day. Yeah, we had y'all to had turn to on each other. You had to be teams. He said it had turned into Survivor. It did what? Yeah. Ma'am, I ain't gonna say who it was, but we got a whole motherfucker who literally lost they whole house trying to do this shit. <laughs> motherfucker ain't no home to go to. They done got put out. Damn. Trying to do this crazy ass shit. It was that thousand dollars. That was the last thousand dollars, and they got that shit put on. They the had con- they had conspiracies going. Like oh, was there was three of them going on. They were trying to turn on us, talking about. Man, they were figuring the out what they could do to, to fucking to make a TV show of instead of making drama. Oh, oh, instead of y'all being on a competition show, is fuck that. Next, have comedians go at it. Yeah, those are real producers. world. The first reality comedian TV show. They googling shit. Help me. I got you. Then look, you look out for me. I want. I look out for you. They were turning on it, and they tried to get him to turn on me, and he he was on camera. He said, "I ain't turning on her. That's my baby. That that's the quote." He never turned on me. They were they were like, "We got to get rid of the black people because minorities are in, and a black person is gonna win." That's if what we they said. Yes, it was bad. They were like, "Boy, to, hey, man, do some jokes." And they were twenty. They have been doing stand up for twenty five years. Some jokes. Each. I know, but that's so, when you get so much. Bitch, you trying to be strategic when all you got to do in this motherfucker is be funny in front of a motherfucking audience. I knew, man, when motherfuckers was like, I got it, I'm booked. I'm booked. Everybody was saying that shit on the show I was on. I was man, like, it, was, it was like right. this, though. It was I'm like, okay, we shoot a segment, right? Then everybody supposed to do an interview, right? You remember? Mm-hmm. Everybody supposed to do an interview. So say, for instance, they're like, all right, I had to go do her interview. Y'all go, y'all go, and they'll just ride you around or some shit for an hour. And they like, ain't no fucking way they still doing this interview. Then they'll bring another motherfucker. And they might be up there for two hours. So now you've been in this van. It's dark in the motherfucker. And then they're just like, mm-hmm. all right, send them back to the hotel. It's what it's like, what the fuck? 
What is this? And then you like, how the fuck every time they go do the interview is two hours? Yeah. You go do your shit. You, they might ask you one question. How you feel about the shit? You had fun? All right. We'll see you tomorrow, man. You out. Early day for you, huh? Yep. Then you get back to the hotel. These motherfuckers come in at two, 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning talking about, man, we had to shoot that other part. What other part? What is y'all, what oh, are they doing? Y'all probably doing it tomorrow. Drama. Some motherfuckers is really on the competition. Yeah. These other motherfuckers, they didn't cut a sad deal with G Money. Right. They're a reality show. They do the reality show part. Mm, that's why oh. that's why it's I hope you got the jets. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh man. Bruh, these motherfuckers might be doing a they've got a whole nother thing set up just for them. This whole day about them. Everything else just Yep. Damn. That's the industry for your ad, but that read that fine print. But the way they can cut this shit up. Right. To make it look like it's a real competition. They made me the they made me the bad person because the white the white dude said I was the Omarosa. Damn. Of, just because I backed him up off me. I was not did I start anything? I just was not about to let the hey white man, man What he was trying to do. It's he, just, was you, all, he was trying to boss us all around. We had to do these sketches. He just became our boss. Right. And he was trying to tell us what to do. He was disrespectful. It'll with be his, one of them days. Yeah, but every time the camera yeah. goes off, every time they cut the camera off, this motherfucker. I'm, I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm not, bro, it's just, you don't understand, man. It's like, but they went, then they start telling some weird, random ass story to try to get like sympathy. Like, but wait, like wait, when wait. I was five, Mike, like my dad, did they even, did they ask? My dad pushed me off no, a boat. they wouldn't. But when he was on camera, what would, what would he, he say do? He said his dad pushed him off a boat. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably just going to win because I'm a better comedian That's than all camera. of you guys. That's what you were saying to us. It's like. I don't even understand why you guys are like on here. Yep. Because it's like my type of comedy is so smart. Yep. If people don't like it, they're just dumb. Yeah. Oh yes. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, shut your ass up, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? You <laughs> see. Yeah. It's okay. I'm smarter than you anyway. Yeah, man. And still lost. Still lost. Still lost. I want to see what he said when he got well, eliminated. I guess everybody was They don't know what he's in front of him. You guys are stupid. Man, other motherfucker be on there like, oh, well, I just, diversity and I love the comedy and the camaraderie of the comedy game. And then as soon as that motherfucker be by himself, I can't stand these people. I think every last one of them are just, I think they're terrible. Mm-hmm. So this was the first reality TV show ever. That no, did. this is this is yeah. They aired it. They aired it. Yes, they did. Oh, this was on TV. They didn't hear all the drama, but they aired the show. That's what I'm saying. They aired, they tried to get like they want to do some shit. They'll find whatever piss you off and try to make a whole day about that just so they could get your reaction to it. Right. The devil. Right. Like when I when they found out I didn't like to eat certain certain shit. That's all they was putting in front of you. That's all they gave me. I was just ordering food every day. Like <laughs> I ain't I didn't eat none of this shit. They were giving it to you every time Nigga, you said you ain't want that. We would come to that bitch. It would be stuffed mushroom. Ugh. With bell peppers and onions in that bitch. Yeah, like quiche salad. Like bro, who finna eat this shit? It's sitting outside all day. I used to ask them shit like that. 
Carlos, you should eat today. Why? Because we're having chicken. What the fuck that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 dude, 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 dude. You should eat today, we're having chicken. Then the fucking, I will tell you, then the next thing you know, these motherfuckers have sent somebody over there. Carlos, come here, bro. Yep. Is everything cool? Yeah. Chris? <laughs> he said you totally chewed him out today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, is it cool if I bring Chris over here? Yeah. Because Chris, come here, bro. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't Carlos have something earlier? Is there anything you want to say to him? Is there anything you want to say? So if we do this show, nothing's going to happen. Good? All right, good. Like that Jerry Could you now, And then they'll leave and come back 10 minutes later. Um, Carlos, listen, can you sign this just saying that you, that you're cool with working with Chris? Yep. I'm not signing that. Cool, cool. I feel you, bro. I feel Mm -hmm. you. Go upstairs, get the lawyer and shit. Carlos, bro, Mm -hmm. we can't let you film anything else until you sign. Bro, it's just, it's it's them, bro. bro. You know, I know. (laughs) <laughs> but she was t- she was there. I can come on that bitch and not say nothing all day. Yep, he was there. They quiet. still go. Hey man, mm. Carlos, like, <laughs> on camera, your energy is really low. Yeah. It's really low. Yeah. <laughs> so really it's low. motherfuckers are coming, and I'm telling you, every day it was something. Carlos, come here. Catch you. Funny. Yeah. Your hoodie, your hoodie is so dark on camera. Yeah. Could we get you to put like, can we get you to put this on? Yeah. Regular ass shit with nothing on it. These motherfuckers then went shopping for everybody before the night before. Just hey, I walk in my shit. It's literally aisles of new shit. Gucci and Prada and the this shit got nigga my rack literally this is oh that part, the Gucci and Prada was for JB though. you remember this shit they had some oh, yeah, shit for move, yeah. Bro, they had yeah. nah. <laughs> man. Then, when we bought our own clothes they were like you, you sure you want to wear that every time they, you bought your own clothes they were yeah. like yeah but we tonight for the setting it'll work but we may have to dye it green <laughs> 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 so we may it have to die. <laughs> no, sir. Just, People don't understand. I'm sick. But do you understand, like, all these minor inconveniences will really make you just be like, build up and fuck this up. shit. You know what? Explode. I gotta see it. Somebody gotta see it. Those reality producers are the devil. They are the oh, devil. Why I don't fuck with no. What it is? Pizza? Pizza. I'm telling you. <laughs> but no matter who was on that bitch, every day somebody got their day to be the fucking victim. And you know what they did to me? What's so that? they took my set and cut it up, cut it up to like a minute and a half, and they would air it. And I made it to the top ten. So everybody was like, "She made it to the top ten on this bullshit," because they would not air my whole set. Mm. 
It was really fucked up. Tried to make it look like they. Why they didn't show your whole set? They just they ain't getting no reason. The nerve that they just let you don't understand. That's the shit I hate. This the thing about it. They have they people. They have they people who is just whatever they say is just it's just TV magic. Right. Yep. They're gonna play their whole time. They're gonna get them motherfuckers in the dressing room. I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. This is the whole episode. So when they by the time they fucking do this shit. Man, they was doing some wild shit on there. They was using other people's laughs for other people's jokes and shit. Yes, Damn. yes. That's crazy. You, you, you know that. You know that one. They laugh. Tweeting me, asking me if um, I fucked Keenan Ivory Wayans, because Keenan Ivory Wayans was like, "Come back to me." He he basically hit on me on camera. They put that shit on me though, and I was like, you oh. know the craziest shit for me though. My the one out of everything that happened, craziest shit though. That shit when Roseanne was talking about me with the weed. Oh, yeah. Then we went to that fucking rap party, right? Oh, shoot. <laughs> we went to the rap party. Roseanne pulled up on me with the biggest bag of weed. It was like, roll us up something, champ. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just but it had her on, on camera looking like this. It's like crazy, though, because right after that shit, that's where all that racist shit happened with her. Yeah. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, let's do this. Welcome back to the 85 Sam Show. Man, we got a very special guest in the house with us today. We got a very funny lady, man. This has been one of my great friends since shit. What year was that? 2014. Since at least. Yeah. Very funny lady. She got about all kind of comedy specials out and shit. Fighting words. Tiffany Haddish. She ready. Uh, Come on. Mastery of comedy with Mastery you. of comedy. I'm on there, too. You got all kind of project, uh, projects and shit out here. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ida Rodriguez. Ida Rodriguez. Ida Rodriguez. Welcome to the trap. We need cheesy. You in here with the hood today. Yeah. Uh, you scrape. That's so funny. It's so funny because you know where I come from? Yeah. Where? Miami. Mm. What part? Liberty City. Liberty City? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I grew up in the central part of Miami. My mom lives in Liberty City. I grew up between Liberty City and Overtown. Oh, okay. So when people I thought you were going to say something like pork and beans, but... Well, the pork and beans yeah. are in Liberty City. See, Liberty that's City. what I'm saying, but... I didn't live there, though. No. I lived in a, a regular building, okay. but it might as well have been. It was a R&B group right. called right. Liberty right. City Welfare back in the day. Came. I used to rock with them niggas. <laughs> Who? There's an R&B group called Liberty City back in the day. Oh, it was yeah. from down there. Uh, they got a song called Who You Loving Now. That mm-hmm. shit, Jay. You know what I'm talking about? She go hard. She go music. Not back then. Oh. No, he was singing Anquiet earlier. He was singing... Um, one of the hood, 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 hood girls before. Is musically inclined. Yeah. <laughs> I will always be there for you. The, uh, the song they sample, uh, the Yeah Yang Twin sample with a, a bedroom, bar, bedroom boom. boom. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. mm-hmm. How the hell you be finding all that music? I just be listening. That shit crazy. That's it. It's listen. Look at twin. I'm, I'm, I caught a contact high. Oh, right. oh, 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 I've been here for a while. 
Bro, who keychain is? Yeah, we were. Where's your keychain? Where your old nigga, man? No, I got so many cars I'd never be able to figure out. Boy, that keychain right there, boy, that, 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 that was my first keychain. It'll be in life. Yeah. I got too many cars. I can never figure out which keys go to what. Go to what? Chico got the biggest motherfucking truck. Who? This nigga truck. Stupid, this nigga is extravagant with his car. He be acting like he don't get called. You got a Ram, right? What you got? Fifteen hundred. Learn me. Which that motherfucker big as hell. I love those. You got the uh, the T Red motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's big like that. He got a big ass. So truck, I, I got a question for y'all. Okay. When I was coming here, everybody was like, "Be careful, Atlanta is dangerous." It is. It they is. Rock, everywhere is dangerous. Right. You they following LA. people they home in Atlanta. Atlanta got petty yeah. crime though. Right. Mel- no, they robbing people. Motherfucker hold you up and unbraid your hair. Shit like that. No, they're robbing people. On Melrose, they, they said Melrose. They like Beverly Hills. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Atlanta got a lot of inconvenient ass crime. Yeah. Motherfuckers will steal your coat and your shirt. No. <laughs> right, this stupid shit. Yeah. He ain't paying. Niggas take all your lug nuts off your coat. No, no, they stole somebody's shoes off of their feet on Melrose a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I believe they it. took their J's off the feet. They've been out there. I, I seen the nigga took a nigga girl from him. That like, mean, literally, like, come here. She went with him. Give me your number. Oh, shit. Yeah. Atlanta got petty crime, man. Motherfuckers, you know how you grow the fast food and then you might stop and get some gas on the way home or some shit? That's still your food out the car. Nigga, oh, nigga eat a wing. Hungry. Nigga eat a wing and throw a bone back in there. Yeah, that shit crazy. <laughs> no, but there's some bullshit going on. You, know crazy you, you, shot you, walk out out. you walk up to your car coming out the gas station, pay for your gas, and some nigga at your door. Eat your wing, I just got two. You, you catch them right before. <laughs> I wasn't gonna take the whole thing. Oh, boy. It's easy, ain't sure. <laughs> We saw a lot of wood for this, your plate. This ain't sure. No, this, this. No. Now, but you scraped though. No, I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not worried. you just gotta act like you from down here. That's the whole thing. Like we can't even tell who from down here. Well, I went to Florida State, and I used to be. My baby daddy is from Griffin, Georgia. Oh, from Griffin. Oh yeah, you you got country, you. So literally, good country, Griffin, Georgia. Ooh, ain't nothing but the sun and the dirt. Yep. You caught it. Yeah, I did. What made you get into comedy? You know what I mean? Like, what I made always you wanted it? to do it. Um, really. Yeah, you know, I'm not one of those on comedians. Like, people never believe I'm a comic until they see me on stage. But I've always wanted to do comedy. I loved Richard Pryor. When I was little, I used to watch him, and I always said I wanted to do it. And when I got to L.A., Chris Spencer pushed me on stage and was mm, like, you a comic. That's the OG, right. too. And then, you know, my mentor is Corey Holcomb. That's the OG right there. So, he likes Carlos. He, uh, he thinks Carlos is funny. <laughs> that nigga Corey is one of the funniest niggas ever. Yeah. Bro, if, if, it ain't too yeah. many people I like to watch in person. Yeah. I be like, I want to see him I do it. Cause I know he's been amazing. I love when he's been amazing. I want his new shit. Yeah, yeah. When you know he's been a minute, cause you know he gonna say some he's new, he's gonna gonna say some new, new dirty shit. Up shit yeah, he walks people all the time. It's like it's interesting to watch who gets mad at what Corey says. He had a fight with audience members in DC. In DC, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. they just they got mad at him. He was doing. His Jesus was a side baby joke, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got upset, <laughs> and they wow. ended up in a fight. Damn. I love watching that. He's I brilliant, love though. Yeah, all the way, brilliant. He's one of my favorite comedians. Right. Yeah, he always yeah. been one of them ones that could just like. 
I he can just, tell a joke, but he can he can he can tell it. Well, he was captivating. Like, what? And he has he had he'll tell you some he'll tell you a whole goddamn story, but that motherfucker had just some of the smartest, quickest goddamn straight to the the whole room finna be laughing. Hey, this is the thing name. about Corey too, though, man. It's like people watch the jokes and they just see like. Everything you see. They get this perception of him, but Corey, one of the most yeah, he's a humble, like, Coolest realest man. nigga that, would, that you are ever coming. And you like, don't nobody no never say that about this nigga. Yeah, no he cap. is a good person. All the way. He's he's a first person ever paid me Same to do a show. Yeah, first no, person ever put me on a, on a plane to do comedy. First person ever paid me over $100 to tell a joke was Corey Hoper, man. Yeah. Took me out to the Addison Improv with him, let me open up for him. Shout out to the OG, man. But you know the funny thing about Corey though is like he'll hear us saying this good shit about him and be like, man, that old pussy ass yeah, shit. Yeah, he was. Laugh at it though. I'm having these motherfuckers thinking I'm one of these pussy ass niggas. Yeah, he'd be like, stop. But you Fuck know, all that good shit. One of the most interesting things to watch about Corey is that you'll see him go up after all these comedians who are up here, mm-hmm. and, ah! mm-hmm. and he'll get on the stage and just stand there with his drink. And bring everybody to yeah, him. Facts. No, he don't ever raise his voice. He does not ever get excitable. Yeah. He's so brilliant. It's, it's really awesome to watch him. Y'all want me to come up here and do all that goddamn? Yeah. Give it up for the ladies. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, he's. So my comedy is very it's confrontational great. and he feeds that like he, I, I'll tell him a joke and he'll be like uh uh-uh, uh you can go deeper you can go further you can go let's go uglier because he said they don't expect that from you so take it there and I think that it's created a monster now because now I'm really confrontational on stage and now people walk out of my shows <clears> and that feels good because like, Paul Mooney used to tell me until a motherfucker walk out your show you're not a real comic yeah I mean, I, I've never had the pleasure of punching somebody in the face. I mean, that's why, you know. That is a win for comedians everywhere. Yeah. I was like, yes, you got crazy. to do the ultimate. Yeah. Clay always talked me out of it. Well, Clay. <laughs> well, you, but Nick don't know you what? had a scuffle in the cover club one time. and put a nigga on his head. You said what? I said, every time I wanted to hit a motherfucker, you'd be like, man, go. No. It's not worth it. Claim let Don't me do come that on, shit, man. No. I seen the niggas he came with, man. They not deep, man. Let's do it. For what? What's this shit gonna do, bro? I don't like, know. It's gonna make me feel better eventually. <laughs> right. Okay. Some point. Some point. Because these niggas is gonna tell, tell. Yeah. You know? They, 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 they tell them. 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 They you ain't get the nigga, he been fine until you leave, then he lay down. What the motherfucker like Prince Akeem said? <laughs> Hello? I am not here to thrash you. I'd like to call if it you attack me, I would be forced to defend myself. I would be forced to thrash you. <laughs> what are you gonna call it? <laughs> I'd like to call it an assault. <laughs> that nigga laying down like he don't call it on the street. He's screaming for no he reason. Ow! 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 He's like, 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 he's like,
I want to call it an assault. <laughs> he hit me. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's fine when you left. They're waiting for it, though. Nigga was talking shit. Man, so, fuck off. That shit ain't shit, but I fuck you. Man, you get sued, man. Bro, that's why I was glad that Cardi B won that lawsuit. Yeah. Because now it's like, motherfuckers keep suing you, and then they end up getting sued. Yeah. Nigga don't know court fees and lawyer fees. That shit cost. You trying to sue me because you got your animal. Wait a minute. You ain't eat that pizza that you said was so good. It ain't good. It ain't good. It ain't good like you said it was. It's bad. I don't feel it's bad. Yes, I did. What's the verdict? It ain't better. It depends on where we got it from. <laughs> no, no. I ate three dumb already, and I ate two halves, which was a yep. whole pizza. Nope. So technically, I did. You see how you pizza. did all that? You that didn't like that shit. Pizza. That looked like pizza that kids that don't like, like don't. One stop. Yeah, up early. Exactly. You end up early. Yeah, stop. Talked all that shit early. That shit ain't hitting no shit. End up throwing the fuck up. Try to take that's that. That's the bite that's gonna do it to you. Put that shit down. Tell me, he ain't two hands. That nigga took two bites. Hey, don't get me wrong. Two bites on two pieces. Talked all that shit. Yeah, that shit nasty. Yeah, that shit nasty. I can't let pizza. If you learn how to make pizza like you was making in 1994, you back home. That shit is not good. It's delicious. <laughs> I think I should take another bite. That shit is not the business. You put it down. You, you don't want that shit no more. You got to keep taking bites. Then you got to spit that shit out. That's why you cry. Boy, yeah, you talked all that shit. That shit ain't hitting on nothing. Well, I had three double old pieces already, oh, bro. It don't matter. And that shit thick. They're like, she's a dumb little pizza. What you want me to do? I thought I ain't nine pieces already. You can eat that frozen I'm ass full. shit if you want to. I'm full. Dumb little pieces made with real ingredients. But it's stupid, bro. They don't have ingredients, nigga. They got toppings. Okay. Domino's got ingredients, nigga. I thought ingredients went inside. <laughs> nope. Anything could be ingredients, nigga. What? No, ingredients <coughs> is what makes up the sauce. No, no. It's you only too half. Yeah, no, we drink water. You want pizza? Nope. It'll make sense. Go down. No. I'm too half. Y'all got yeah, my guests too half. Put these blunts out for the next 15 minutes. I'm good. Y'all right. got yeah. Ida real hot. She gonna start speaking Spanish yeah. now. Yeah, stupid, bro. I wanna hear it. I'm, I'm, we'll be I know she did a lot more than I can speak. I do. Wait, what if she did the rest of this interview in Spanish? Oh, we need that. That should be tied to that mom. Come on, say your mom. Come on, say your mom. ¿Qué tú quieres que te diga en español? Shit, she would do that too much. No, I'm not. I thought it was just you gonna give me your name. No, no, no. That Puerto Rican Spanish different. How you say DC didn't really like that pizza? I did. Si no le gustó la pizza. Oh, no, 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 mami. No, no, mami. It was delicious. Delicioso. That's too funny. I should just have another bite of pizza. I always hear people say, you know, talk about the struggle of being a female comedian and how difficult it is in the game, you know, that's male-dominated. Have you went through any of that? about three different minorities, ain't it? What? Well, you know what? Yes and yes, but... I think when um, you come from where I come from, nothing is going to keep me from going where I, where I got to go. So mm -hmm. 
I've had um, people you know say the only way the only way I could go on the road with them is if I stayed in their bed in their room with them. <laughs> I've had comedians <clears throat> fly me out to work with them and then it, try to fuck me in when I'm like, no, I have to fly myself home. But I'm better than them in comedy, so I'm. I'm you know, I'm so you're good. better than as human beings, too, don't you? Yeah, 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 but it happens all the time. And I think it happens in all fields. And women have to just, when, we, when you decide to be a comedian, you got to be a comedian. And I can't be a victim in comedy. It's just, it's not going to change overnight. And it's not going to change for me. So what Corey told me was, write better than them. Be better than them. And let them, let them fuck with you like that. It doesn't matter. You're going to... You're going to always... Now they call me and ask me if they can open for me. The same dude. Yes, one of them. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. yeah. You nigga. think you got a hood? You got a sleep in the car. You know what I've been doing? Skit. You know what I've been doing? Skit. That's the old dude. The old dude. Let me do a little skit for you. Yeah. Got five minutes. I got a little skit. I just want to put you in this skit. Hey, hey I, I got this joke for you. Oh, my God. You. Are, that's the, the, the life of a woman comedian is everybody got a joke for you. Really? Let me write for you. Let me tell you how to do this. You should say this wow. all the time. Because men that are like that want you to perform per their perception. They right. want you to be who they yeah. want you to be as a right. woman and not as a comedian. And it happens all the time. But to me, the hottest pen will always win. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh, all man. about just mm-hmm. writing. Let's go. You know what I'm Go out there and get them jokes off. Make mm-hmm. sure that don't forget the motherfucker be funny. And yeah. I ghostwrite for some comedians that I'm in, so I know that I'm a good writer. So, so, how, so what's your what's your thinking process of writing? Cause that's where I'm in the game at now. Where I'm like, I right, I want to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and I want to sit down and I want to go rewrite some shit. I want to go write, get it get it together all over again. What you want? What story you want to tell? Like when you prepare for me, every set is a story. Mm-hmm. And you feed the story with the jokes, but what is it that you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. Somebody like you has to come twice as hard because mm-hmm. they don't expect you. Mm-hmm. Right? Their expectation of you is not because you have visibility, you have fame already, mm-hmm. you have, you know, you batch stuff. You gotta prove yourself more, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that I'm not trying to shit on you. Mm-hmm. So you got to come back and say, this is a story I got to tell. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. It's very important because a lot of people don't know really where you're from. Mm-hmm. You just emerged and became this sensation that everybody became fascinated with. But they don't know your backstory. So when you punch somebody in the face and they realize you ain't no punk, mm-hmm. they know you come from somewhere real, mm-hmm. they should know about that, right? And mm-hmm. so for me, I think personally, I would, uh, I would start with origin story. Because I think it's important for people to understand where you come from because then they understand why you think the way you think. And, and like where I come from, I grew up on wig, food stamps, you mm-hmm. know, I grew up around drug addicts. I think those Damn, people... you just made me want some King Vitamin. Ooh, mm, yes! With the little box milk. The, the kicks and kaboom. Those people deserve their stories to be told. Mm-hmm. And when we get in this comedy game around these white people, they'll start saying, oh, that's that ghetto comedy, that's that urban comedy. <clears throat> 
But those That's people, why you got to write some jokes for the white people, too, man. Mm-hmm. You got to go into the whole... So, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, as a writer, do you think... Which one do you do you enjoy more? I was uh, actually doing with my toaster this morning. Or, and or I, going up and just seeing what you can come up with on stage. Like, I do that's both. What I enjoy. I enjoy like, like you said, that's when we met in L.A. or when you saw Oh, my me God, you, had, you went on that stage yeah. in the belly room yeah, and, and just went in on all the comedians. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because for, for me, that was what happened. When I walked in, like nice. when I walked in, nobody spoke to me, right? Like, except for one dude, and I, he know I would have said something to him mm-hmm. if he didn't speak to right. me. But I wasn't tripping off everybody else. But that's <laughs> what I was talking about. Because when I got off stage, everybody was like, "Oh, Chico, man, uh, nice to meet you." I'm like, "Well, why the fuck you niggas ain't saying that when I first came in?" You they know couldn't what I mean? remember. You're like, "It's a ch- some competitive." <laughs> yeah, you was in L.A. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying your name. Then Chico. Choco. Yeah. Cholo. That's Coco Bean, I think his name is. Yeah, it's Coco Bean. Lyman Bean. Just being out there, that's what I always said. Hey, Beanie Beanerson, aren't you? I have a theory. Beanie Bag. Beanie Bag. Beanie Bag. Most people that you meet in the L.A. area are hungry. It's literally. It's my theory. Like uh, physically hungry. Yes. Not hungry for success, mm. hungry for a meal. Hungry. I ain't eat today. It's <laughs> a lot of I ain't eat today. You can't get caught up in the mix. Like you gotta go out there and like work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's but work. it's hard when you're in the entertainment industry because it's you hard go out stay there. in LA. I mean that's what I'm talking about. Out there specifically. Corey, speaking of Corey, he was one of the dudes that gave me the game. We were staying out front of uh what's the club that's right by the uh, Roscoe's the comedy. Oh the comedy union. union. Yeah. So we outside of the union. And you know they having like a little who's the funniest nigga in front of the club yes. session that they have out of there. Course. And you know I'm just out there just waiting to go. I was going to audition for something. And dude said something to me, and I just kind of brushed it off. And another comedian was like, "Oh, you just gonna let that nigga talk about you like that?" I'm like, man, I don't know this nigga or you. Mm-hmm. And Corey came up as that was happening and pulled me to the side. He said, "Let me tell you something about out here, man. Let these niggas just talk." He said, "Cause once it's over, if you stay long enough, you gonna see a nigga looking around." and just start walking down the street. Mm-hmm. He said, niggas ain't got no friends out here, man. You know what I mean? Don't even get caught up in this shit. Do your thing, so. <laughs> that be the funniest shit, though. Them mm-hmm. awkward ass. People don't even, it's just like motherfuckers be talking just like that and then just split up. Yeah, walk off. Yeah, mm-hmm. walk off. <laughs> don't even say nothing. Yeah, just down the street. competing for one spot because they have let these white people convince them that there's only one spot at the top. And if you understand economics, then you know that that's not the case. You know that if there is an Amy Schumer and a Whitney Cummings and a Nikki Glaser, but they all eating, right? They all making money and there's room for all of them. Just like there was a Dane Cook and a, I mean, there there are multiple white comedians who make money, but they've convinced the people of color to believe there's only one. I gotta fight each other. And then everybody else is scrambling at the bottom instead of focusing on how, what you did. He left last comic standing. He created a following. He he made a mark at the clubs and people were, he's undeniable. So it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what they say. They know when he goes to a club, people are going to be in the seats. Mm-hmm. But people are not focused on that. They're so busy trying to topple each other and be everybody else instead of being themselves. And everybody's miserable because 
there, if, if you think there's only room for one person at the top, you're going to be miserable all day long. Because Kevin Hart ain't going nowhere no yeah. time soon. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Navigate. You wait for a phone Me? I don't, I'm an artist. I'm not. I have no, no desire to, to ascend into celebrity culture. Like, I don't. They goofy to me because of where I come from. I'm, loyalty is at the is it's more important than love. So for me, I don't fuck with those people. Me and him bonded during last Comic Standing. It was me and him against the world because we don't. I don't. I don't come from that. I'm a true artist. Like I, all I want to do is create. And for me, I always God always takes care of me. I'm always fine. I'm never struggling. I'm never. But I don't participate in that. For me, it's just about the art, the integrity of the art. Because if, if you're good, they will come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Clayton knows. Clayton is the, one of those people that they, those white comedians be like, he's he's really smart. Like, he's really funny. Like, they love to. But they wouldn't say that about anybody. Like, as smart because, oh, he knows about that. Yeah, they do that. Right. He's not supposed to know Yeah, it's that. insulting. <clears throat> How did you know? Yeah. How did you find that book? Love bitch. What you mean? I know a lot of random ass shit that's good shit, though. Yeah. It's insulting. I don't know what the fuck he be studying. Encyclopedias. Might just be the right shit. Life lessons. Yeah. Like that Slumdog Millionaire. I just know the right answers at the right time sometimes. Yeah. You be knowing some shit, though. It don't matter where we come from. We just as smart as anybody else. And we're still here. We're always thinking about the hypothetical white people who Mm -hmm. black people think exist. What if some of this shit, like, white people can't even take credit for it. Like, that's so not us, bro. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And they know that shit, too. Dude, we have nothing to do with education, bro. It's so not us, bro. Like, we're in charge of, like, racism and that's it, bro. Like, all these other industries. He's about racism and that's it, That's capitalism we don't like, bro. Racism is bad, but you like it. Capitalism is like racism on steroids. It's racism. It's not me, bro. Like, it's the same white people holding me back, too, man. I don't have as much shit as you think I am. I mean, I'm white, but I'm not like white, white. white. <laughs> but that's true, though. But those people don't know it. Man. Like, that's the truth. That's actually facts. But they don't know that they're being held by the same people that are holding us down. It's the same. Because they think that one day the white, the right white people going to see them and be like, dude, you're not in yet? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say something? Yeah. We thought we were doing enough. You mean to tell me there's poor white people out here? This is injustice. We can't stand You think they're going to come scoop you up and be like, there you go. Yo, you mean we waiting for you to come you along. <laughs> you should have said that. What if, what, if we, like, what if the white person is that evil and he like sent out reparations through some niggas at night? They were supposed to distribute it, but they just kept all the money. It probably be because they're the hot niggas is. Like, what if they always pick just one nigga that everybody like and be like, make him a billionaire. See if he helps his people. Ah, you black don't think people, that already happened? They probably keeping score. Nigga, we're up and we're seven and up. <laughs> I mean, we've given the resources away. They just want to help each other. What if they gave all the reparations to Oprah and she was supposed to pass them out? It's out of period. They got What if they gave me? All right, all right, okay. Oprah going with the bag. Okay, okay. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. He gonna do the right thing. He gonna. He did already. He did a little bit. He did a little bit. He bought that studio. Hold on, I forgot. Clay worked there. We can't say. He did. Cut that out. Cut that out. He's doing it. Cut that out. Cut that out. Scratch. Start it over. Start it over. Start it over. Start it over.
know, she just I don't see how I'm Cut that whole part out. We're going for another one. He got a lot of people working. All right, JC. They was like, all right, oh, they fuck with hoes. They fuck with hoes? H to the Izzo. Did he do it? He did it. Tied a little bit. You got it. That's the thing. He started. My mama came in and like, he got ugly. He freed niggas. He freed niggas from jail. But he was like, yeah. <laughs> he free a nigga from the jail. I can't do it. He free a nigga. Fuck this. I was like, okay. All right, all right. Just our last shit. Okay, okay. Who else? Who? He did it. Kanye. Oh, well, no. Did he do it? No. He did it. He did definitely what? ain't do it. Did he ain't do it. He did it before. I mean, he ain't do it. This nigga went homeless clothes, man. He, he rapped about it. What he did? Did it was supposed to do it. He rapped about it, then he said, I ain't even want to rap about that. Did he do it? Should was supposed to do it. Oh, Diddy damn sure didn't do it. Diddy didn't do it. Diddy done what Diddy do. Diddy do what Diddy do. Diddy done what Diddy do. Diddy do what Diddy do. Diddy do what Diddy do. Diddy do what Diddy do. That's what I'm saying. Everybody who got the money, Floyd Mayweather. What? Yeah. What Michael Jackson did. But he made the school in Ghana. LeBron built the school in LA. Now LeBron overdid the school in Africa. Yeah. We just don't see it. They don't count. No, it don't. No, maybe don't. that's the thing. They don't count. Maybe the rule is you I mean, can count, spend as much of this money as you want to on your people. We just can't nobody ever find out about it. But see, problem. we need Jay-Z because he political. Can't nobody ever He's in get the system. This new, if, if the news get out that you're doing all this good shit, we're going to take all your but bread. LeBron's so keep it under the table. Huh? LeBron's a yeah, billionaire? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he will be. He's close. Nike. Yeah, he will be. He's, he's got, not a lot. He's he got a lifetime contract. I ain't going to lie. Just because it's not being televised and the media not doing it. That's what I'm saying. We know for a fact that all these People that do we name are definitely doing shit. They what if they doing some they shit? Do cheesecake. That's little crazy. Little bit by a little bit, they're scared to do something major all at once. Of course. I mean, but any, anybody who comes for capitalism in America gets murdered. Yep. Right. Because you know, Martin Luther King was fine until he started talking so about capitalism. Yeah. That's when they killed God him. Damn, I shouldn't have never brought it up. Fred Hammond. You know, he was 21 and they killed him because he knew exactly what the what the problem was. Yeah, and they, right. they took him out early before he even became. So that's the problem. You could talk about you can be talk about racism your whole life. Look, Jesse Jackson is still alive. But the minute you start talking about their money, the money? that's when they come for you. They don't like that. Probably a phone that rings somewhere with a white man. Hello? Martin. Uh, hello? What do you say? Hello? Was it who? Don't All drink right. Coca-Cola. We're on the what way. the niggas gonna drink then? Yeah. What? <laughs> Where's your favorite place to perform? New York. Where? For real? Well, um, the audiences are not forgiving. If you're not funny, right. they will let you know. Right. They're just, you know, if you if you make them laugh in New York, you go to Caroline's and you then you know you funny, you know? I like performing in places where there's balance. I don't like performing where there's all white people. There has to be us because we don't laugh easy. But mm-hmm. if we laugh, we laugh for real. Yeah. White, you know, white people be like, oh, that's funny, that's so clever. But that's not a laugh. Right. I don't want to see you laugh. Ah! Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Do another one. Applause ain't laughs. <laughs> Yes, applause is not even a laugh. It's yeah. it's, it's a identification of something clever. Right. I yeah. Like when I see some comedian, they be they be getting the claps and shit. I be like, damn, hell no. That's not what I want. That's pandering though. Because yeah. we all know the shit that would make people do that. That's oh, I feel like yeah, but it ain't always pandering when you get a clap. Sometimes you just a clap. Sometimes when you say some real shit. Oh, but, but what you saying? Yeah. But he, what he's saying, what is I'm give saying it up is, for the troops. Oh yeah, you already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. When you pander and shit like that, that's like one of them jokes 
that you could tell that was funny to somebody and then they enjoyed that joke. They were like, whoo, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, You done caught, you done caught a couple of those. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely, but. Not just claps. But the, just the claps I'm without kidding. the laugh is. <laughs> <laughs> Those are performance claps. That's a good. That's that's like when you do your dismount and they give you, they clapping for the execution. Like, oh my god, that was so good. Yeah. I never saw it coming. Like you tricked me. Right. Yeah. Where does that voice come from? I don't know. <laughs> I do a lot of voices. Them last time shit. standing applause breaks were hilarious. I know, cause those were the weirdest people, man. They was just bringing me around the bus load. The weirdest times. If of you the can joke. make them people what laugh, you mean, these good night, everybody. Cause these. <laughs> These were some different kind of white. Crazy. These are white people drink milk for dinner. Yeah, like I would. I didn't, there were parts of my jokes where people would laugh, and I was. I would be like, "That's funny." To you. I, I didn't know that. That was not the punchline. Yeah, but it they was. They laughing at the way I'm talking. Did dog. you really say it? Because you in your setup and you like y'all laughing. He said dog. Those are TV audiences though. We say dog. <laughs> he said dog. <laughs> yeah. He called him dog. Did you? He said ketchup. We say ketchup. He said ketchup. <laughs> hey, Carlos, you want some more ketchup? What you call it? What you call it? What you call it? We call it ketchup. That's no, ketchup. The animal. Oh, he said it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> we say dog, right? Uh, dog. Uh, dog. We all say dog. Say it again. <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I be looking at some of them flyers for the LA shows and I be like, this is, this that look so like hell sense. to me. This shit crazy. They got everybody you can think of on these damn flyers. Oh my gosh, the flyers. You ever see some of these flyers? You're like, who's putting these fucking shows together? <laughs> and they going too. People going to watch this show. Oh my God. Well, right now, because. Everything was locked down, so now everybody's clamoring for comedy because they it's need just a, an outlet. Five of the most yeah. random ass people you can yeah. think of. Well, they, when they were trying to do diversity, right? They'll Fuck diversity. Everything don't need to be diverse. <laughs> but that's what happened. They would do three Fuck white guys diversity. and then put you and a gay yeah. person, and they'd be like, yeah. "Hey, we got it." Yeah. Fuck diversity. But the shows would not have a. No well, we want to cater to every bitch. Everybody not coming to the show. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about diversity. Yeah, you right, can't yeah, accommodate yeah. for motherfuckers who not there. Yeah. Just in case. Right. Man, put funny first. That's why I like this side. This side of the country just feel like it's funny first. On the East Coast, the South, like, if you're mm-hmm. funny, you're going to get put on to something. Somebody else is going to like, hey, It's come. easy to tour on like, the East Coast. Out there, they don't care nothing about funny. They want to know what else you got going on, what you're doing, how hot you are right now. Right. But that's just in L.A., though. Can that's you like, sell yeah, 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 all, it's no right or wrong way to do this shit. All this right. shit's supposed to be different. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be different, and it's like, you can't be catering to, to what you think comedy is, bro. That's what makes the show dope. It's like, mm-hmm. everybody don't need to be on the same, oh, I wrote this shit, I wrote this, I wrote this, look mm-hmm. how good I can remember and perform this shit. It's like, 
if you watch a comedy show, nigga, it's all these motherfuckers who come up there are supposed to be different in no, some aspect. Performance. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. we losing the nuances of comedy, yeah. bro. We, lose, we losing motherfuckers who tell jokes with the mic stand. Motherfuckers don't tell jokes from the side no more. It's like, everybody doing their fucking best version of comedian. Right. That's yeah. what we, when we were judging that show, it was, right. it was those comics that were going up there doing what they're, you know, like you'll see a comedian grab a drink and then they'll slur their speech like some of the comedians used to do back in the day, but you know it's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you see them embodying somebody else. Right. And that's why they, you know, like, I, I'm gonna be me. I don't have to be anybody else. I don't have to walk around tap dancing for jokes. It's just not At my all. personality, right. right? It's just who I am. Yeah. But I'll see somebody else and I just saw somebody do me on stage and it was, it was amazing to watch because mm. they wouldn't get no laughs. And I was like, because you're not being yourself. You can't right. be me. When you mm-hmm. say be you, you mean actually doing your yeah, material? Yeah, no, not doing my just... material, but doing my style of comedy right. in a way. Because I know it's a person who watches me all the time. And yeah. So Man, you know your way. shit when you see it. <laughs> yeah, Motherfuckers ain't got to be saying what you saying verbatim, but they trying right. to tell, they trying to do that shit like you. Y'all wasn't yeah. thinking They like using that. your verbiage because you, you went out your yeah. way you to put yeah. different verbiage in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go in the club and I do a motherfucking right rhinoceros joke mm-hmm. and I've been knowing you ain't got no rhinoceros joke the next right. time I see you you talking about elephants yeah <laughs> nigga you ain't talking about rhinoceros but nigga when you start talking about elephants yeah yep nigga you you ain't that's when you really own a nigga nuance right yeah like you trying to talk like a motherfucker you want to say the shit that you heard them say right like you yeah. take a nigga tag and just be like oh this just that's how people talk. No, it's not. Right. Where you get it from? That was mine, buddy. Right. No but, and you know. You know, you already know. And it's just, uh, it doesn't work. That's the thing is when you do, like I've seen people try to do Corey Holcomb on stage. And you just be like, oh, that doesn't work for you. Nobody believes you have a side bitch. So you can't even start right. there, right? We don't believe you. ain't got you. no homies. No, no, mm-hmm. we don't believe. We don't believe you got a main bitch. You ain't got no homies. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then you watch the people do it. And it just, it's really sad to watch because you're going you're gonna to burn out. Because you can't do somebody else for a long time. Eventually, mm-hmm. you got to. Cause you gonna follow me around and see what I do all the time, and it's yeah, that's just what, that's what D-Ray told me one time. He said they always restricted to whatever you think if they doing you. So mm-hmm. let them have that shit, cause you gonna think of something else, but they gonna be waiting on you to think of it before they can do anything. That's another one who's been doing his, he's been doing him forever, right. and OG now everybody catch, caught up to him. Yeah. Cause at first they, he was too cute to do comedy, or he got the green eyes, or he. I feel like anybody can learn confidence from D-Ray. Oh, absolutely. That nigga loved the fuck out of himself. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's absolutely. He was the first, he was the first motherfucker that took me on the road besides the OGs. When I first got on, he was like, look, they gonna tripping, man. Fuck what you talking about. Come on the road with me. Let me show you how this shit go. Woo, woo, woo. And yep. well, before you know it, it was, Tiffany Hatch was on the show with, with us. And six months later, she blew. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like mm-hmm. blue. And it was just like fun to see her. Even transition and go crazy, but mm-hmm. that's why I always respect D Ray because he was one of the first ones that brought me on the road and you know what I mean, showed me the ropes of this shit. Yeah, when I was on, I was on the Shaq All Star tour, and D Ray was my keeper. Like D Ray was be the one to be like, come here, because you know what? On that tour, I had to prove myself because it's Michael Blackson, Tony Roberts, mm-hmm. D Ray. 
Tommy right. Davidson. Killers, too, And I, I would be the only woman every week in every earthquake, and every week I would Kill. have to prove myself. Yeah. And they would they would test me. They would they haze me. And D-Ray would always be the one that was like... Do you see yourself yeah, doing that now? Since you come from that type of background where people kind of groomed you, do you do that with being in L.A.? I know you see so many people that do mm -hmm. comedy. And do you reach out and say, okay, I see something in you. Come in, let me give you some advice and oh, help absolutely. you out. Oh, absolutely. Well, me and Tiffany, that was our pact. Me and Tiffany always said, because Tiffany was my mentor because she was doing comedy longer than me. But we always, that was our thing. When I did last, we did last Comic Standing, Tiffany was on a show called Funniest Wins. On TV, that was at the same time, and we both were like, whoever goes first, throws the rope back. But we always, we, our our clique has always been, look out for somebody else, cause we not envious, hater as bitches. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. have confidence on ourselves, in ourselves that we don't have to hate on other women or other people. And it's very hard to navigate in a business where people who hate themselves are around you because jealousy is self-hate. Right. And so she and I have never been like that. She would call me and be like, bitch, you made it to the top 10. Like we always had this thing with each other and we always said we were going to help other people and she's still doing it like you still she when we did uh they ready tiffany just had become a star like she didn't really have time to do that she still wasn't cemented in the game you know mm -hmm. like and she still said fuck that i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure y'all do it and i'm gonna make sure they pay y'all like a, like what they pay white men mm -hmm. and she made sure that we did and she took a pay cut so that she could give us they ready but she wasn't even she still hadn't even done her own Netflix special. Ours came out first, and then hers came out. But we always been like that, uh, you know. We always, uh, and I don't understand why you can't be like that, especially black and brown people. Right. That's the only way we go forward is if we have solidarity. If we keep up with this hating ass shit, we eat it. We eat it ourselves. We don't. They don't need to have to do anything. Did y'all know brown people was over there? Like, man, we gotta get some more black people over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but we need a few more, more friends. This more, more friends, man. Hey, friends, this. What up to me? I think up to man. <laughs> I want some chillings, homie. That's so funny, cause you know in oh, Miami, man, some cornbread too. Black and brown black people. And brown. It's a totally different. My life. high school was 49% black and 51% Hispanic. Mm, we didn't man. have no white people, but the teachers. Right. So it's so funny. It was like <laughs> culture shock when you go to LA and then they, the black people and the Latinos hate each other. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's you crazy. Because in LA, when they come over here, they be like, they love the, the unity. I be like, yeah. Why y'all love it, but when you see why, you be like, oh, okay. They it's love different. it when it's out here. Right. Yeah. But out oh, there, yeah. we don't that, do that, that shit for That culture too strong out there for them to ever be able to get past that it's shit. It's a gang there. culture, too. Yeah, it's the gang culture. Yeah. It's just that shit run deep all the way. Yeah, it comes from the prisons over there, so they have that separation because they all at war. That shit been going on for a long that time. Right. Right. Somebody's grandma street name is Puppet. <laughs> Happy, <laughs> happy puppet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> somebody, Spider is somebody's grandfather now. With a tattoo. He got a soft spot yeah. for a little black and brown spider, baby. Like you say, dog. <laughs> that's the only thing that's gonna cure racism is black grandchildren. That's God's punishment for the most racist people. That's what they said. Um, black grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you been in the grocery store and heard those passionate white ladies giving them speeches? This is my little grandbaby. Yeah. It's a black boy. Yeah. And I love him just like he's a regular 
<laughs> we don't see no color in this family. Their daddy's a black man and he's a police officer and he's a pretty good black dude. <laughs> they said I wish everybody would just stop all this. You started this shit, Paula. 2045, though, they said. By 2045, what? The, majority, the majority of people will be No, black it's around. not. That's why people, that's the thing that's why, I don't that's know. That's why these white supremacists no, are losing their minds right now. They're not. Because the sense you don't have no idea how many white people it is. White, white people, white people white outnumber everybody really about six to one. Huh? No, it's gonna be so so many motherfuckers interbred that mm-hmm. they ain't gonna have no choice. Cause this new generation don't yeah. give a fuck about that bullshit. Yeah, you know? I mean, we we done intermingled and went mm-hmm. crap, but we still forgot Europe now. There's a lot of there's a lot of ads over there. Yeah, they racism don't, falling off. They don't, they don't even take it. They don't even talk about this shit. I saw a clip on the internet with this little white girl out front of the high school. She said, "I'm so glad that years ago." The first black man, Martin Luther King, ended slavery. Because without that, people would be getting whipped right now. It was just like, hey, hey, get off the mic. But, bro. Hey, hey, get off the mic. But the reality is, they don't have a connection to none of that. This shit was. They want to like, the death tools. Like, it you know, don't take but a little something to end a little racism, bro. When Megan Stallion came out, yeah. But get your ass yeah. on that guy. When she was like, people will be getting whipped. Right below, hey, 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 hey. Off the mic, baby. Come on. <laughs> if it wasn't for Martin Luther King, the first black man. She said, the first black man. Luther King ended <laughs> slavery. Oh and they just let you know how far her shit go back. They, I mean, hey, shit. It's just uh, kids ain't learning about it now. Like They don't even teach it. And, and they're they trying to take it out. They're trying to take it out. Of, out yeah, the they, don't to, they don't want in you what to know. Curriculum that is I wonder in. if a racist white man ever seen a black woman with a fat ass and is like, dude, I'm out, bro. <laughs> Is she a fucking ass? <laughs> what? But what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> this shit was cool. Out, bro. This shit was cool at first, but like this whole hating black people shit, I, I don't get it. <laughs> no, they can't do it. That ain't can't never affected fucking. Motherfuckers be racist and hate motherfuckers and still fuck. I don't know why that's the default setting for oh, I'm, okay. I'm okay with, with black people. I, I date black dudes. Yeah, but you make them wear a little goddamn. Dress up, nigga. Yeah, you make him wear a little. It's your slave, yeah. nigga. You think you slick? This nigga dressed in a tuxedo with no sleeves and shit. <laughs> with shit, man. With the yeah, like off the pile with this. Right. No, man. He said nigga in there with his arms hey, out like a jacks, man. <laughs> It's Fuck a fascination with blackness that yeah, started long. They, they you know, know. Look, that's part of the reason I had to leave the part alone. Oh my god, I can't. I don't even know what the racism in here for. What is this about? What White dude fucks about? ghetto bitch who dropped out of school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Ebony cocksucker sucks dick and eats watermelon. What? <laughs> right. It be that type of shit. You fucks whore through hot Cheeto bag. Give me big nigga. Big titty GD bitch fucks white man at white man. What is it? Big whore through hot Cheeto bag. Give me like big titty GD student. Fucked up. This shit crazy. Racist as hell. The big titty GED student fucks a white man at work. Yeah, that fucking ain't got nothing to do with racism. That shit can still be prevalent. Right. It's been, well, I mean, the fascination with it started during slavery and 
It's funny how all them girls in LA, all them white girls got big lips. Come on, somebody. They all got fat ass. Who they want to be? Who they want to be? 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 And they go to the tanning booth. Like, it's, it's they amazing. They want to get their skin yeah. darker. Yeah, look at who you want to be. Look at Kim Kardashian's last um, <coughs> magazine. They said she was channeling her inner black woman. What inner black woman? The, the let inner that, black let woman. that black lady out. And she purged she You purged. got a black woman trapped in you. She let her come home. Who going to be the black woman that come out and say she channeling her inner white woman? Oh, that, I don't even think you can say that publicly, to be honest. I was trapped in Kim Kardashian for two years. <laughs> You'll get crucified. Your motherfuckers, your inner Jennifer Aniston. Motherfucker gonna look at you crazy. <laughs> but it's like nobody wants to channel there. I don't you even know, know no black like, people that give a fuck enough about. Like, we don't, I don't feel like black people give a fuck enough to even be racist. You can't be racist Ooh. if you're black. It's impossible. Black. A lot of people say that, but this is an argument on both sides. I mean, sides. let's just look at what it would take. We can be biggest. We can be prejudiced. We can't be racist. Well, we, okay, it's a mean motherfucker out there that be. I'd be like, bro, look, bro. Leave that motherfucker alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> his folk probably did something to our but leave him alone. No, bro. They got to get it every time. Yeah. You feel me? You be like, bro. You tripping. I know people. Channel your know. energy somewhere the fuck else. First off, we ain't feeling When the water pop yeah. off, I'm gonna need yeah, you yeah. then. That, that, that's Other than that, if you ain't feeling no fucking harbor, nigga, shut your angry ass up. The people in the woods what? with the guns. Come on, yeah. man. You tripping, I just bro. wonder how much racism has affected the quality of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a question. Well, back then, you know, you know when... Like, I wonder how I'm directly affected by this shit. Like, if I wasn't this directly affected by local racism, what I could have possibly have been exposed to? Back then? Shit, right now. Like, I was born in the 80s, right? And we know for a fact that in the 80s, in the projects, everybody was exposed to lead paint and lead windows and asbestos and lead in the water and mercury and all types of shit. We, we, we know this is for a fact. Right. Right. We know this for a fact. We're getting about it there, but yeah, you got, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. I wonder how much this shit, like you was talking about wick and all like of this water shit. water and flint. At some point of our life, we're going to find out that these things were not good for, for us. us in the long term. Yeah. Right. We done found that out. Colon cancer is so high. Man, what's up, man? Yeah. Oh. What if we fuck around and find out Kool-Aid, the little shit, before you make the Kool-Aid had glass in it or something? <laughs> we don't know what the fuck the long-term effect is going to be of the shit that we've been exposed to. We don't know. In 10 years, motherfucking ears might start falling off from using iPhones and shit. You ain't never really drank water, niggas, some crazy shit like that. Exactly. Watch the type of headlines start coming out. 66% of Tesla owners have cancer now. What? One of them commercials. If you were anyone that you love has owned a Tesla from 19... Ninety nine to two thousand and twenty, you, you may, may be incompetent, man. Cash for real. I, mean, I just you, heard you them folks say Zantac. My mind on a if you, trip. Right? If you took <laughs> Zantac, I was just like, you really? got a <laughs> Now they still showing Zantac commercials. If you've ever had an Arch Deluxe Super Size when it was thirty nine cents, please call this number immediately. You already cents. know that. Uh, Arch Deluxe with the round bacon. If you ate a McRib from 2005 to 2026, please call this number or contact your local poison center. Canadian bacon on it? Nigga, it wasn't Canadian bacon. It was some hickory bacon, but it was a circle. It was some round bacon, and that shit... 
The Arch well, Deluxe. I don't even remember that motherfucker. You don't remember the Arch Deluxe? They made a sandwich that, that was targeted for grown people. Where was that? McDonald's. McDonald's? Huh? Arch Deluxe? Yeah. They had an adult sandwich. Oh. It was supposed to be like a quarter pounder type Big Mac mm. minus the Mac sauce. It was like an adult sandwich with yeah, like it had everything. Other with type like, of sauce on not it. just the ketchup mustard burger. It was like yeah. mayo, lettuce, tomato. Yeah. They had this different, they had a dust one on a brioche. I never ate a McRib sandwich. Like, I never. But that. I ain't, I ain't no McRib fan. That's this guy. But I that, fucked with him. That was Michael Jordan the sandwich they had. Yeah. What was the Michael Jordan it was, sandwich? I, I think it was just a, a quarter pounder with some bacon and some barbecue sauce. That's I'll what make it was. that bitch to this day. Give me some bacon and barbecue sauce. If I go to McDonald's, I don't go. You still eat pork? If I'm forced to. Ooh. I eat pork. There's no shame in it. You eat pork? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. You know a pig eat you if you don't eat that. Boy, I punch shit out of his ass. Once I saw a pig, like the, they don't have no pores, and then the all the fat comes, all of the secretion comes out of the hooves. I could never Ooh. eat it again. That's what they do. Well, yeah, you know how you do that? Them. You turn the heat up on high. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Nah. That shit make my body eat. I couldn't do it. But Mc, I never even knew about our Michael Jordan sandwich at McDonald's. Yeah, I remember that. We shit. grew and up on McDonald's and shit. We the fast food generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watched McDonald's become this little stuck up hoochie that she is now. <laughs> what about the hamburger? That bitch was so good when oh, she was remember young. Oh, yeah, that's that the was dating. That's how he had, what he had her looking what, like. The hamburger. She, she looked, that bitch looked like the hamburger. Rubble, rubble. Y'all stop <laughs> talking about Kanye. You know Because I told you I got a theory. Kanye West watched this show, man. And people Kanye. on the internet started pointing out little shit. Like, every time we mention that nigga, he kind of like, he do some of the shit that we say. Right. I like, fuck with Kanye. Like what? What you mean? I had to sing I it. I don't want to fuck it clothes. up. But we on to you, bro. Yeah, that's what it's... We oh, on to man, you, yeah. they gonna have me looking like a trap, <laughs> We know you watch this shit. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women. And this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I can't stand the rain. I'm talking about no cap. <laughs> I mean, he's a genius. Clothes. Yeah, I'm going to get a time machine to get some regular clothes, man. They got all homeless gear now. I just want some regular clothes. Some I just the old clothes, yeah. yeah you walk around in the goddamn. You know, you know, I'm, I'm going to clothes you had blanket, on in the documentary. You got a shelter blanket right there, man. He's pimping them people, though, because this is his version of couture, and them people spending all that money on that shit. But it was a fashion oh. genius. Yeah, he's, he's a genius. <laughs> and they'll, they'll spend anything with anything. on the shoes? Yep. <laughs> I got them, you know. Oh, yeah, that's one because thing about it, I'm going to support it, it crazy. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I was about. I'm going to buy his homeless clothes. I rethought my whole stance on it because I feel like at some point I'm going to go crazy too. I'm okay. And I ain't going to want y'all to throw me away when I have my episodes. Mm. What you supposed to do when, when the motherfucker go crazy? I'm going crazy. That's, I'm planning it. I'm you think we I'm not going to do like that. No, huh? I can go crazy. I just don't want y'all to turn on me. <laughs> I'm I like, won't. you sure, nigga? Because when you do it, I've been waiting. Y'all no, I want to hit. That's Who my you been saying fuck? I'm going to say fuck everybody. Fuck these niggas. No, I'm saying when I hit my goal in the Monday, 
I'm gonna do some shit that I know a lot of people ain't gonna agree with, and I just oh, want y'all to be. And I just want y'all to be man. able to say, the "Nigga, low." Before you hit your mic. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm like Tico Clay. Y'all got to hey, get off the mic real quick. Nigga, make sure we straight. <laughs> you about to go crazy? Where did they get mad at him from? Or the the Donald Trump? The shit. I personally, I ain't never been mad at him because I don't give a fuck with people that I. That's what I'm saying. It's always that freedom. I don't want people to be giving a fuck about what I do. He said slavery wasn't. It was a choice. It was a choice. It was he a did choice. trip out on that shit. I mean, but do you understand, like, that all of us have opinions about shit that we ain't we That's would offend we would feel the same way about? Mm-hmm. Oh no, absolutely. If you said it out loud, people gonna be like, "What? You goofy motherfucker!" Hell yeah. The same thing happened. I, I think said. it's crazy that people put dicks in their mouth. <laughs> I think that is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that we need them people. <laughs> You know what's even crazier? <laughs> I do. I think it's crazy as hell that people put dicks in their mouth. Oh my God. You ever see a dick? Watch, watch me be the only one get canceled for this. Like he said it, I'm laughing, and I'm the one that's what you ever looked in a dick? What the hell? The crazy part is we trust our dicks in a mouth. <laughs> we put our dicks in a mouth. We, we, we trust you, this, your dick could be. <laughs> I'm talking about your state, folks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't on the limit there. I'm going to trust this shit. That shit is crazy. You say your mother has the most germs than anything. Right. You trust this shit. You been seeing him smoking at Newports. Dog. I see you. That, <laughs> that, oh, you that I see funny. you on the two. It's okay. <laughs> that ain't crazy. You see the feeling before you go in. It's okay. I see the on the two. I'm here. And as it enters, there's teeth in there. That's true, though. It's everybody had. And that's the thing that pisses me off when they try to cancel comedians of color when they talk about homosexuality. That wasn't even about homosexuality. That's in general. No, no, I know what you're talking about, but what I'm saying, (laughs) they indoctrinate us to be homophobic and then they penalize us for it. And it's like, and in our, where we grew up, it wasn't cool. <laughs> he just thought about this shit again. <laughs> I know this nigga. Watch yeah, I don't want to hear about no. We were talking about women. We were talking about ladies. <laughs> Bro, you were talking about ladies. Ladies. I didn't say people, though. He said people. I said people. So you really Because I, I don't want to leave nobody out. I was about to say, you can't be a It don't have nothing to do with sexuality. I'm just saying, you ain't saying nothing wrong. You just said you could leave. Somebody put it in. It ain't about We right. do, because I'm not speaking for me, like, not yeah, us in this room, the people on the other side Stop. who don't put dicks in their mouth. <laughs> Dick owners, nigga, these people. That's fucked up, we gotta go into this much depth. Yeah. To make sure. Then no, we not I, offend we nobody. Was clear. We was clear. No, we were clear. Everybody said they don't do We have to do that is what's fucked up, because yeah, we got We gotta be able to talk about Okay, so say we got all the people, right? We don't know everything. But what I'm saying is if we got all the people who put dicks in their mouth on this side, all the people who don't on this side, whoever on this side, I'm not judging you, but all the people on this side, I know that y'all accept that they do this. Right. We can let y'all know. We appreciate that. I'm not saying I want y'all to stop this shit. I just think the whole concept of this shit is wild. You <laughs> there are some people who do that, and then there's some people who enjoy doing that. Right. Yeah. 
You and, and you enjoy. I I ain't gonna get them out of there. They can't. And I'm the niggas on the side that accept coochie lips. Yeah. Oh, women judge us for eating pussy too. Because they know what a vagina really does. I don't give a fuck where it's at. I put pussy anywhere, bitch, on my knee. See? Anywhere. You saying that now? Head, shoulders, knees, toes. Pussy anywhere. And that's exactly the point. You a pussy lover, so you have to be on this side. But even the women who give you this pussy, they know they're like. If you knew what a vagina really be doing when ain't no fucking going on, right. you wouldn't be so happy to do all that goddamn dancing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here to tell the bitch, I don't give a fuck what the bitch do. Yeah. I do some shit right. <laughs> Put it on my face. You don't cry. You saying that shit now, but you don't know pussies or other duties. Yes, I do. She be like, oh, oh. We're not crazy. judging nobody. You can't king shame. No. Right? No, of course not. Do you have a problem with that? Like, do you find yourself censoring yourself on stage? Hell no. You must ain't never watched her. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I've watched her plenty, but I'm just saying, you know, because she like, don't you, like, censor you say shit. shit that you don't say, that you could say, that you know you could, like, I can take this bitch I'm working to the, on it. Like, whatever it is that I feel like I left out, I go back and I rewrite it. I don't give a fuck anymore because it doesn't matter. Like it, like I was on the Breakfast Club last week. I said, I, when they asked me about Joe Rogan, I said, black people, sh- nobody should be able to tell black people what they can be offended by. Mm-hmm. That's that's a word that's connected to trauma and pain for black people, and I don't think that I, as a Puerto Rican person, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Afro-Latina, whatever you want to call me, I don't have a right to say, hey man, don't be, he cool, you should be all right with him saying that. Because some people did do that. Right. Man, they came for me talking about, because I said black, that's one thing that black people own that belongs to them, whether they reappropriate it, whether you want to say it or not, right. is something that only black people should be able to say, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it's connected to their trauma and pain. Oh my God, this lady sent me a sermon. You know, you, um, you I can't, um, I can't believe white? you can. No, oh. it's the black people. You condoning black She probably white with a black profile. I just profile. said it, it's not my place. You know Dang. what I mean? Black white people. people with black profiles. I can't believe you well, said Well, let me oh, say something scary. to all the black people. You be like, I don't give a fuck how cool you think somebody else is. If you think these white people not out here saying nigga in their free time, <laughs> you got life fucked up. That's what I heard somebody oh. told me. He said, show me a white man that hasn't said the word nigga and I'll show you a toddler. Hey. Absolutely. You know, and that's the thing that um that for me is like <laughs> Where, where I grew up, everybody said it, right? Because we were all told that that's black. we were all right. We, th- my my whole family is like very. If you look at some of my relatives, you wouldn't know that they were Puerto Rican. You just think they just regular American black people. Mm-hmm. You look at my family; it's just a bunch of niggers. <laughs> <laughs> they not even black people. They. We couldn't even take a nice, good black people family photo. It's gonna be niggas grabbing they dick and shit. And <laughs> cousin all bent over from the back. 
I had a whole bunch of old folks in my family. You know, there was some slave niggas. niggas. Ghetto and Project and Country. Dirt Road Shouted. Yeah, we got a few bougie motherfuckers, but they they just as terrible as the rest of us. <laughs> Talking about terrible. Yeah, I don't have no bougie people. <laughs> you the word. Like I'm telling my family is all the crooks and the motherfuckers, man. Hey, you know what? Um, do you censor yourself? No. Do you find yourself? Mean, There's no point anymore. It doesn't yeah. matter what you say. You're gonna offend somebody. I mean, I, I also I, I don't censor say, myself. But it's a lot of shit that I don't say. Keep, keep in mind that you have, have to be. I keep in mind that the element of the world that we live in today, like you gotta be understanding that people are a whole lot more soft in regards to what they're offended by today than it was, you know, 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. years ago. And I think that's just because we got to, it's so easy to get everything now. You got all the answers in your pocket. You got, you know, everything that you need, you can access immediately versus back then you had to get up and go out and get shit and go <laughs> do stuff. So it made you not give a fuck about mm-hmm. things so easily. Comedian boundaries be funny as hell. I just had to walk to the grocery store in a snowstorm. Fuck what this dude talking about. But now that you get to sit in the house and watch everything immediately, people just... You know, get offended so easily because now like their opinions count offended. everywhere. You still not comfortable with, with what you're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you do a comedy show, let's go. Let's say you go to the improv, right? And mm-hmm. you take that the mindset of you don't want to offend anybody in a marginalized group. So now you're not making fun of black people. You're not making fun of Latinos. You're not making fun of Asian. You're not. You're. You don't have. You can't say anything about uh, queer people. You can't say anything about disabled people. All you're gonna do is an hour of comedy making fun of white men. No, I've every time everybody. I've done I've a show myself, so and it's been like some disabled people in there. They, they love be, when they you make it. like they. they it's a right in a wrong way to do that shit. Yes, it's you don't a way to make a joke about people without being offensive. You make them laugh at their trauma. You make them let them know like, hey man, they want to know that you can relate to them. Their trauma is just acknowledgement. Yes, oh, you know some shit about me. Facts. Oh, you know some shit about Ethiopia? Right. They want to be included. Oh, you yeah. know some shit about uh, yeah. motherfucking America's Georgia? Right. Yeah. Them motherfuckers gonna fuck with you from that, like... Don't that yeah. be the best shit? You talk about some random shit. I'm talking about the most random shit. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, man, I met a dude with a fake hand, and it was a little bit in green, and then somebody come up to you at the show, like, I know that dude with that little green <laughs> <laughs> They oh, think it's a joke, dude. but dude, yeah. all the people like... <laughs> <laughs> Told y'all gonna come see him. Hey, we done had that before. Hey, a couple God. times. Oh, oh God. look, baby, because she had, she was like, get what, what? what? We, I'm like, oh, don't do that. She made it move. I said, hey. <laughs> But that's the thing about it. All comedians have boundaries, man. Yeah. The most disgusting comedian could be talking about some most terrible shit. Somebody from the audience be like, what about Joe Biden? Hey, 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 that's whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do politics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let me finish telling you about this Russell Trump on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. This nigga said the rusty trombone. That's hilarious, but it's true. Where okay. you draw your line. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's just like you ain't gonna go on stage like you said at the improv and say Some fuck people these people are... and all this shit. Your whole set is just trash of the club because mm-hmm. you know better than that shit. Some people lying is the real shit. Some people only do made up shit. 
or a character. I'm glad or, comedians you know don't be too real, though. You know how many mm. shit they just be so hacked. Yeah, yeah. If depressing. motherfuckers all came on stage and really told you what they was just doing. So I'm in the bathroom. I done locked the door. I'm hitting the coke before I come out here because I can't face y'all. You'll be doing drugs with your best friend. The next thing you know, y'all taking y'all shirt. Oh, never mind. <laughs> he said, so I'm in the back hitting the coke before I come out here because I can't face y'all. I'm in the bathroom hitting the coke <laughs> right here. <laughs> I'm talking about some of that good shit. I got it from my man Scott. He, he sell coke. He work, it. he work here, but he sell coke to all the comics. <laughs> but that, I mean... And we need them comedians too. We need to find comics too, right? So I'm living upstairs from this liquor store. Yep. <laughs> one bedroom studio. That's the um Red Able one sixty five, but I'm I'm behind four months. I'm flexing. <laughs> this ain't That's real. Funny though. They're real that life. would be great. No, I never heard the funny shit when motherfuckers got real. I forget who it was, but buddy was in LA. And he oh, said, you said a meltdown on stage? Well no, he was saying he was homeless, he was living in the car. And he tried to talk to this girl. <laughs> And she was homeless too in her car, but he was like, she was in a Jeep, so I guess she was higher up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I forget who said it, man. Oh, the for most fucked up real story I heard from a comedian on stage, this nigga, his baby mama had a new baby. And they broke up. And he was still staying there. And her boyfriend moved in. Oh, damn. How bad that? that nigga need somewhere to go? That's all good. Damn. He said the nigga is dead. Remember the guy from Mastery of Comedy that I couldn't stop laughing at when he said he got out of jail, his girlfriend left him? I don't know why. That I was, was on camera. But the way he said it, he was doing his set, I was, was on camera. Angela, he was like, you got to stop laughing. I could not. He said, so I just got out of jail. My baby mama left me. And I started crying because the way he said it, I was laughing so hard. And that's what I told him. That's the way you started. Oh, that was your mentee. Yeah, that was your I told mentee. him, look. That's the type of shit can't nobody steal. Don't nobody even want to touch that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't even put yourself in that position. He was and, and it really set the really tone. Good. He was very funny. Like, you really thought she was going to stay? <laughs> you went to jail, not her. But for you to leave once I get out, that's fucked up. You could have left me while I was still in there. No. She needed some time. To, she just told you, you when you leave. get out. You going to wait till I get out to see me, to uh, tell me in the physical you don't fuck with me yeah. no more? You couldn't yeah. have hit me with you the are, You're an ungrateful nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you out of jail. Last thing you want to yeah. be is in a relationship, nigga. You don't see what else out here now. Don't tell. She did start over. Reset button. Please leave me at your earliest convenience. Ex-con is in high demand in these streets. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be no. You get when you get out of jail and you you been in there for a little minute. You ain't got about six or seven months to really just give out good jail dick. If you don't if you don't get nothing out of that, then you just wasted going to jail. <laughs> this nigga say. You got seven months of good jail, didn't you? You got seven months. So you can really just right here and go out here and change your legs. Go crazy. Right, these, women, these women go crazy over some j- fresh out of jail. Mm. That shit like newborn what? baby. Mm. That's the type. That's like uncooked dope to them. They love that shit. I'm going to ask like a free range dick. See? Yeah, yeah. I ain't my dick I don't know about that. <laughs> Fresh out of jail. Yeah, that, um, that, you don't like gotta, thugs no more? Nah, not fresh out of jail, though. We got to make sure you didn't. Yeah, you just readjust it to you, society. Yeah. You go take this nigga to dinner. This nigga over the plate like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or, <laughs> right. see how, how long he was in there, what he was willing to compromise. Oh, oh Jesus. Right. You can just yeah. listen to a nigga lingo and tell how long he's been in jail. Jail game. Just, just listen crazy. to what a nigga's saying and just tell how long he's been in jail. Remember in that last yeah, that game second episode, that episode the second episode of Atlanta when they were in jail? Ain't no joke. And they what do I do? Nigga ain't even been in there. Nigga ain't even been in there an hour. Well, ain't no joke. Bro, how do like how did that process happen? When did that change happen? Well, here we go. You just straight. You already went. You went. Who I need to talk to? Shit, like I'm supposed to eat, eat by you. Stop, man. The niggas in jail gonna be watching this shit and be leaving comments. No, it don't necessarily go like that. <laughs> when I get out, I'ma kill you. <laughs> man, let a nigga be outside in 2075. <laughs> Keep that same energy. In 2075. When everybody's black and brown. Bro, you know how funny that is? Nowhere around when I get out in 2062, nigga. I'm on your head, you bitch ass nigga. Like, bro, that's bird. Forty years shut your ass up. These niggas really be sitting there and then that time really sit in. Got two weeks. I made it for two weeks. Might as well. This shit crazy. You better write that. Bro, when that shit, when that shit really sit in. I've been in here two days. Can you imagine a nigga just went to court today? When in Rome. They just gave him a fresh 20 years? That nigga just did the first night of a 20. The first night. He went to court earlier today. That's what niggas tell me, man. My, my people's always used to tell me, man, uh, you only do two days in jail. The day you go in, the day you get out. The rest of that no, shit. No, fuck it, the rest of that. Nigga, you do that in the middle, too. He said, nigga, you only think about it. That all the days that, that matter. 20, that that first hard. night and that last one. I don't oh think motherfuckers tell you about the, the bad part. I mean, you know, you see some That's of the jail true. shit, but you got to hear from the motherfuckers actually there. You got to be... You gotta get your knife game up. You gotta turn into Wolverine around there. That's a show, though, Lope. Depending on where you are. First two weeks of the sentence. Woo! You wanna see everybody first two weeks of this sentence. But how long the sentence gotta be, though? You know what I mean? It gotta be like, it's your matter. Man, Nick Judge, you're getting 15. You don't wanna see a nigga do the first two weeks of a four week sentence, nigga. But that's funny, too, man. You wanna see how he trips. Give me four weeks, man. That's your way. I think we got too many shows about jail. It is. It's too many shows. Mm-hmm. We good. Let's, we don't no, want to showcase Because I feel like, man, I feel like we don't. We don't want to showcase Like, we can't, you know, we really can't say shit no more. Like, But I feel like we should be able to shame prisoners. 
Like, they should be the ones. Like, all this shit they want comedians to stop, stop saying, all the shit that'll get you canceled, I feel like they should be able to be the butt of all our jokes. What you mean? So the like, people who committed crime? Yes, man. They shouldn't be able to have no opinion about Pedophile. shit. Right. All of them. They don't have an opinion, do they? they no, do. I'm just saying. And they be trying to come out and be different people. Like, oh, my boy, you're a pedophile. Oh, they're not, like, they not, yeah. they not getting out. Fuck them. They're not getting out. I'm just so, talking oh about God. motherfuckers who did no, regular nigga, people. Shit, regular people. Nigga got you know, got sex DUI. You are a registered sex offender. You stay by Kroger. How that? Oh, yeah. What's the website? Watchdog. Watchdog.org. No, you got you put your zip code your and it tells you where all the sex you all the shit. That's crazy. Oh, I try to keep my energy protected. Y'all you watch your kids. No you cap. Them it. That's the thing. Do you have children? Yeah, I have two. Why you look like that? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. I would always wanted to. I always wanted to know. My friend oh, did it. Who was around? So you could know who to. You know who to watch. My friend did it, and she lived right across. It's a list from a. Yeah, it just shows you, you like all the dots of all the sex offenders. <coughs> where, 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 where that website is? Watch the Bible. Nick though to a motherfucking sex offender. Yeah. No, nah, you know, you know, a lot of times they they supposed to notify you. They gotta tell people if they in the area. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Door. But like, I ain't going on no website. Like, like, like Jehovah's Witness, oh, they gotta come. They supposed to come yeah, to your door and tell you. Nigga, four houses what no, you but you really have that in the motherfucker knock on your door. Over there. I just oh, think about how much safe. time then changed, man. <laughs> then they got to come knock on your door and tell you his sister. Yeah. Because I grew up in a yeah, time where it's like, do. like it's your whole life. You know all that type of hey, shit. Hey, how you doing, bro? Yeah. But then it's like you think about like old neighborhoods, and it was always like a neighborhood freak. Yeah, we knew exactly where You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew exactly where knock on the door and run away from that motherfucker. Don't go over there. Yeah. And then they would always do some weird shit to remind you that, like, show up behind the house. What y'all doing? Some shit you got to jump on your bike and you're Man, bring your friend got that boy. Some shit they're not supposed to eat. Some shit that you would laugh about it. Hey, man, remember that time you spent nine miles and bring your friend chase us up the street? Hell yeah, he was running past the shit. You can start crying. You remember you almost shit on yourself? Grandma whooped you. Freaky Fred got out. You remember that weekend Freaky Fred got out? <laughs> Freaky Fred. You remember that shit? Freaky Fred sound like a nigga with a trench coat. You, because we was playing baseball behind the house. You remember he creeped up behind you? And he kept hugging you? And you cried? You remember that shit? <laughs> that shit fucked up. Everybody had one of them little Freaky It was always a freak in the next world. I think about growing up in the 80s all the time. Like, you know how, like, I remember this. I know y'all remember this too. Maybe you, Clay. Motherfuckers used to always say, don't stare at people. Yeah. Yeah. That was always a thing. Yeah. But then you would go to like the grocery store or Walmart and you would see people, not necessarily with disabilities or some shit, right. but it'd be something that you never seen before and you would be just intrigued as a kid, supposed yeah, to be. So you're like, you're not standing to be rude. It's just some shit you never seen before. Right, like, I it. remember the scariest mm-hmm. motherfucker that I seen when I was a kid. The motherfucker who didn't have a hand, he had just a hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't see that t- you when the last time you seen a motherfucker with a hook? Man, real hook. Candy man, nigga. And then it's like you go to your cousin in some house and they be like, you know that man with the hook? He stay over there. Oh. He hate little kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and all the people in the neighborhood like, don't go over there, you know he don't like kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, don't stare at people. I used to get in trouble for that shit all the time because when you go, you remember you used to go to the restaurant and they had a smoking section? 
You know what I mean? You can say smoking or non-smoking, mm-hmm. nigga. Whenever we were sitting in the smoking section trying to eat, nigga, I'd just be staring at people smoking cigarettes. I'm like, Stop looking at motherfuckers. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Don't do it on the New York, they pull their dicks out on you when you. Whoa! Oh, that's a that's the thing. Like in New York, what? See, that's why you need them people caught up on the train. I'm telling you, another motherfucker I saw when I kid is scared the shit out of me. And they dicks, too, like... Oh, they didn't have a nose. They didn't have a nose. They didn't have a nose. First time I saw a motherfucker didn't have a nose. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that was... Fuck with you. Because I, I was a kid, and that I was looking. Too. I and they knew that I was head. looking because he stuck his tongue out, and he did like this. Oh. <laughs> I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. <laughs> this is shit that I've really seen. That's traumatic. That's traumatic. That's cold. It's traumatic. That's cold, bro. That's a true story. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know. How the fuck he do that? Yo, <laughs> that nigga low seen an alien, bro. <laughs> funny, bro. I'm not, not going to sleep well tonight. Oh, my God. I've seen some shit. creepy as fuck. I have definitely seen some shit, bro. Yeah, the people with no nose, I've seen one before. I seen yeah. David say he won't know no before. Well, I mean, they have the nostrils, but they. Nah, don't. it was just. You know what? When I was a child, like we used to right have this. Uh, and I hope she's still alive too. We used to have this young blind girl. She was young, but she was blind. So I ain't never seen nobody young and they was blind. Mm. But she was known in the gospel world for singing, and her eyes was great. And my mama used to always make me speak to her, and I used to be like, I do not want to, cause I didn't understand that somebody couldn't see and they was and their eyes was great and she's touch on me and she's like oh this your son yeah i remember him oh how you doing oh you getting big and i was like mm. <laughs> i'm gonna just take that one. Oh, i got another one for you blind when i used when i was growing up it was, was this like lady six. yeah that's she used to talk real loud and she would always like repeat herself and then i, I asked my like i asked my grandma or some shit why she do that and they were like Oh, hell, boy, you know she can't hear. She can't hear a damn thing. I'm like, what you mean? I'll be talking to her. She can't hear you. <laughs> you ain't even know. She, I ain't she had no idea. Had good answer. She had good She's the real lips. That's uh, crazy. She, she had went deaf. She wasn't, I don't get I mean, accident. So she would respond to you when you talk to her? As best she could. That's yeah. what I said. She would always repeat us. That's be crazy. Because anytime somebody disabled, something enhances. And when I say that girl knew how to sing like, and she knew what she was doing as a young age, 12, singing about God and, and having faith. They didn't even trip. She was blind. She was you know what you'll never see preach. no more? I remember, like, in the mid-'80s with the big shit was, it was all these, like, kid pastors. You don't see no kid pastors no more. Hell no. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> You remember the, 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 the kid pastor boom? Like, 1990? He's an apostle. He said he'd been to heaven one time when he was four. He been preaching since he was three years old. He led a whole son. He got a church now when he was nine. What? What a nine with a church. <laughs> they got a playground in the basement. Whatever happened to all them people who won them sweet steaks and shit? 
Uh, Publishers Clearhouse and all them people. Like, have you ever met somebody? No, nope. I've never I used to always do that little shit that's in the grocery store. I never met somebody. Well, I always used to watch them commercials. The like, never. You know what I mean? I just want to wear a lottery. I want to see a documentary. One hundred forty-six thousand. I want to see a documentary that's about people who got fucked in a timeshare deal. I'm talking about them million people. the timeshare. People who got fucked in the timeshare deal. Oh, that bitch still. They still down Brown Beach trying to sell that motherfucker. Who? She was gone. She wanted to teach it. She was like one of them paralegal type motherfuckers. Like, in she want a lawsuit? Nah, she just hit and she was up. She, she was like, Jun-Jun, I, I remember this shit like it was yesterday. She was cool here. She was like, hey, Jun-Jun, let's hear with you. It's the last time you go see me. I hit lottery. Don't tell nobody. 146,000. Damn. I'm out this bitch. I'm like, you for real? I bet you won't see me tomorrow. She came to work every day. I had a show one time. It was this dude. He was like a damn drug addict. He fucked around and won. He won the lottery for a couple M's. Yeah. He had about 30 motherfuckers with him. Everybody who used to be like on the shit with him, he would send everybody to rehab. Nigga had bought like this big ass van, took everybody everywhere. Nigga was living ghetto dreams. See, there was a professor that, or a football coach and slash professor that worked at my college. He hit the lottery twice, nigga. Hit one time for like 1.2, then hit another time for like three, 400,000 after that. Nigga hit that Damn. bitch twice. I gotta start playing that shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, you don't. That I shit get a dick. Every time I see somebody hit. win. Man, we don't never see nobody. It, they be in there like, man. We don't be winning that shit. They be thinking about the whole white people. Ticket in one of them places that like people that be winning live at. But you like, gotta think about it. we've been doing the small ass nowhere ass towns in the middle of nowhere. Go get your ticket from there. I think you got a better shot of winning that way. We started the numbers. It took yeah. for months to say it was illegal, and then all of a sudden he go the lottery. You like the same shit. Well, we're gonna play their version of it. It's but most safe. Those people play every day for years when it hits. So they just play the same numbers over and over and over and over. I'm gonna start playing this me, shit. Give me some dice. <clears throat> That's lottery my, too. I take my chance with the die. Come on, man. What y'all want? I'm gonna start that shit. I'm gonna give me a little gambling addiction. Mm-mm. Ooh, mm. don't, don't do it. Nigga I'm, I'm telling you, the lottery is addictive. Once you play it, you be like. I think I can hit tomorrow. That's something you gotta already have. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. Straight box? Don't chase that. You be in the line like, let me get 411 straight box. Nah, because even when you get a little gambling addiction, man, you always win a little bit too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm chasing those highs. Fuck the lows. I got scratch out right now. I still ain't scratched out there. See, you don't want to win better. Oh, somebody now. I knew just won, like, they won like $50,000 on a scratch off. For real? Mm-hmm. They, and, they and print out like 30 million of them, and one of them really had 50,000. And then they print out another 30 million, and this one may have 10,000 in it. Mm-hmm. I you won $1,000 on a scratch off before. How much? You won a thousand? I you gotta go online. Most I want from whatever state you buy the ticket. I always win two dollars and just use it to buy another stretch off mm-hmm. ticket. That's fucked up. That's it. You gotta go online and buy that shit. You gotta look and see what prizes have been given out. Cause you be buying a scratch off and all the big prizes are already gone. Yeah, it's a one point five million, but it'll show you it's two one point five million dollar prizes. They're already gone. Ain't no point in buying this one. Mm. So it tells you what games got what shit winning. You just go to the lottery website. What, what, oh, what, what the state Then this nigga just say he got the right answers at the right time. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. nigga said, he was waiting too. He like, I'm just going to let him know. Keep going. I like the confidence of people who play the lottery. Mm-hmm. I just hate when you be behind them in, in that line. Yeah. They're so serious Whoa. about them goddamn numbers. Man, let me get they 30, 20, 65. Right. For 44. Sir, hold on, hold on. Make sure you got that number right now. What's your birthday? 
Yeah. Okay. What little more birthday? All right. <laughs> when you don't had a pen shit no more, dude. The pencil hold shit on, no more. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. What hospital room was my grandma in? Yeah. <laughs> Nine seventeen. Nine seventeen. <laughs> what? What you said? Your birthday what? <laughs> uh, okay. I'll be doing just a minute, yeah. <laughs> they, still, they still got a pill shit? Nah, the, the pill shit, shit. I don't, you don't see them no more. You don't more. see they the motherfuckers in the pill pills no more? What's just that? Which one is that? Like the, the pills, like, you feel like the scans on shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They do it electronically now. Yeah, because I don't need to be in there like, damn, I'm fucked up now. Get out of Hey, it was a little pencil too. It ain't even had no eraser on it. A little half a pencil, no eraser on that motherfucker. That's why you gotta start over because they ain't got no erasers on them bitches. You see them not on now? It's the blackjack table for me. That's my. The that's my blackjack table. Yeah. Blackjack oh, blackjack. Oh, yeah, that's okay. my vice. Blackjack is on drunk. Oh, I've seen this nigga running up on blackjack. Oh, yes. Oh, man. If I'm drunk at the blackjack. I, I know how to I get out it. though. That's the that's the difference. I Me was too. in Connecticut at Mohegan Sun. I was up 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 and out. Yeah, that roulette table. Do. Whenever I hit, I hit, I hit a couple so times. I be gone. Once I get my first it. earnings, seven fifty, eight hundred, whatever. I'm I'm out of I hit for. Cause you see people with the cigarette, with the drink, sweat. Yeah. Nah. They were up, all the chips, and now all the chips are gone. The most interesting motherfucker at the casino is the person on the oxygen tank or the nigga in the oh, hospital yeah. bed. <laughs> oh, man. Motherfucker be right there at the hospital bed, cat corner, hitting that button. <laughs> hitting that button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the oxygen tank. They're trying to big close their hands in between pushing it. The oxygen tank in the cigarette. All the cigarette smoke in there. Yeah, they be hitting the cigarette on the oxygen tank. Pulling the goddamn joint. Pen it's the slides. people that be at the gas station hitting the, hitting the uh, what them shits is in the back. Oh man, the little cash machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I seen a nigga laughing the other night. He old like, niggas are oh. addicted to them bitches. He said, "My old nigga would have killed me if I would have came home with nothing." Uh. I'm about like, lad twitter. Hey, nine hundred dollars. I'm like, who y'all want nine hundred dollars? And you know the funniest ones who be playing that shit though. The people who actually got jobs and then they go home and then change. And, and then put that little weekend shit on and come up there <laughs> and then sit in the gas station all day. And sit up yeah. in that bitch all day like they really had, I'm talking about yeah, behind they, the drinks that they, they ain't put the, in the cooler yet. They got some shit called the fish tables now motherfuckers be at. You ever seen them little spots, the little Ooh. look like hole in the wall, they got like a lot of, you know, gaming on the front of them. They oh, got yeah, the call yeah, shit, yeah, it's yeah. like a little gambling joint. They call them fish tables. Motherfuckers going there and being there all night Playing long, cards and shit, they shit. be playing they, all kind of card all games. Kind of ga- I went to one of those in Seattle shit and. Shit's what crazy. The card house. Oh, a card. Well, <laughs> I want a gambling house myself. You want? I don't. Know, no, 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 no. I ain't saying like that. I don't. Only for my friends. Reza already know. How we, I she already know how we get down, but we gamble regardless. Oh, we yeah. turn your house to the gambling house. Nigga, fuck each other. Man, we brought cards, chipboard, dice. What you want to do, gambling? Man, what else? What you want to do, shit man? Like, like, come on, for you funky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be around no kids while I'm shooting. <laughs> for real. Man, what? I, 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 I don't bet women. Nope. What? You I don't, don't? I don't bet women. What does that mean? Because you don't gamble lose. women. I don't gamble women. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't bet women. I don't gamble. I'll gamble women. Because you gonna lose. Yeah, I'm gonna lose. You know who I don't gamble with? Noob. Fat dudes. 
I'm, I'm, I'm raking that shit. Them the luckiest motherfuckers, man. I don't know. I can see. Isn't the Asian, the little Asian ladies? Anytime you gamble with this Anytime you gamble with a fat dude, they gonna start off losing. You gonna be all the way up. And then in the middle point, that shit gonna change. You can't gamble a nigga who money longer than yours at that moment. Yeah. Cause he has I'm telling you, that, he had all day to lose. Mm-hmm. You ain't got that much. You, gonna you don't win. have all day to win, though. Right, you ain't got all day to win. You're going to win something, and guess what? You're going to get tired, buddy. And that little streak going to That's run when on the out. bets go up. The yeah. bets go up. Because you could be like, he a sucker. I don't got all day to do this shit. Run the money up. Then by the time the money ran up, all your luck has run out. You gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the people who play the games that, like, what is pinochle? Like, those people win. Oh, what that shit those is, games yeah. at the casino that you never even, you like. That those are games mean. that your grandfather have to teach you how to Back play. Back and all that. They, they yeah. win. They What's win. What's the one that we fought with? Gut. Not gut, the, the one with the numbers and shit. Oh, that's roulette. Yeah, roulette. Roulette, yeah. Oh, roulette. But, but roulette. That, roulette like, motherfuckers right. that I respect is the ones that go to them horse races and be at the horse race all day. Mm. Oh, we learn how to do that shit. That shit mm. crazy. Yeah. That's you can win. Thing. You can you win, win on the horse race whether your horse win or not. Uh, yeah. You can bet that the horse gonna lose. Yeah. They they cover all bets. All you can bet anything. Just like bro. they got a motherfucker who projected to win, they got a and the horse got a backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shit on his trainer last week. Yeah. Tell the one he shits before he leaves his, he leaves the stall. He broke a record last Wednesday in practice trials. Mm-hmm. Niggas like, nigga, all right, but what he look like today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you out. That shit get live out there. Man, you just put that's your money crazy up. That's crazy that entities can have those organizations and do that, but we can't. But see, that's the thing about it. If you really gamble like that, you start you learning the, the lingo. Boy. They be Come telling on. you what to bet on. You don't even know what to put. Like, put the money on there unless you know the codes that they be saying. Hey, he's looking better than he's ever looked. Nah, but isn't that yeah. so, it's spontaneous? It's unpredictable, right? Trifecta. Them horses are, if it's hot, if it's... It's, it's right. You can't really just tell because the sorry motherfucker might come out and beat him. But they show, they show them. They bring them out in front of you. And see, and you look at them, and some of them look nervous. Some of them look skinny. Some of them motherfuckers come out there and look like, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. And you like, give me, give me that. that. The one, from the yeah. way that they were showing us how to do the best. The one that happened, nigga. You like, Damn, that motherfucker looks strong. But it's that about, it. it's a whole lot of different shits that you can bet on. They call the cramp halfway through. It ain't even just about who wins. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I respect the horse racers, man, all the way. But see, if somebody like Fly, you can't gamble with Fly, because this nigga, this Come nigga on. get the winning, and even if he don't get the winning, nigga, if he lose, he gonna destroy something in the vicinity of wherever you at. He gonna... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like, bro, what the fuck? You just kicked the hole in my cabinet, my nigga. Ah, fuck that shit, my nigga. You straight? <laughs> like, they hit you. Can <laughs> <laughs> they take it out of your cabinet? <laughs> they used to have dog races. Yeah, great. They still, they do. Do. They still do that. They got dog tricks. The white yeah. ladies let them do that? Yeah. yeah. The ladies do It's like different now. Now they put the shit on the ground, and it's like the dog show shit. The dogs run individually, and they clock them and shit. Oh, you know, at some oh, places, instead yeah. of having actual dogs, it's electronic, yeah, though. And they got electronic dogs? horse races too. Yeah, they got electronic, electronic dog races. Electronic, but I've never seen nobody actually own a greyhound though. 
Real 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 it's a it's a great yeah, name. Yeah, like, and they got the little ones, the little Italian ones, and oh, the it's yeah, a bunch of those. But they gotta keep in mind it's a few different breeds of greyhounds too. All of them don't look like the, the race kind. That's what I'm saying. Ain't a great thing. Hey, what's a great name? Love that big ass. That big ass. A great thing is. big ass Well, a great thing is. Bigger than that. Great day bigger than that. dog. Great Dane, tall as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tall as shit. Scooby-Doo, though. They yeah. don't yeah. live long. No, Scooby-Doo is a great Dane. Scooby-Doo is a great Marmaduke. Scooby-Doo was a great Dane? Marmaduke. Hey, what? Hey, y'all, the fuck? Nah, Scooby-Doo was a mutt. Astro, too. Any exotic dog that you think is something, those are birth defect dogs. Yeah, all those See, Chinese Mama dogs look like Scooby-Doo. Like the, the, um, those Chinese dogs, they used to be food, like the Sharpays, the Chow's, for them. They used to eat them. That's a great day. Mama Duke look like Scooby-Doo. That's a great day. The big one. That's a great day? Yeah. What's bigger, a Great Dane or a Saint, Saint Bernard? A Great Dane. Great Dane is the biggest oh. guy. I thought a Great Dane had like a hunch in his back. Nah, the Great Dane. No. And what's those big eyes dogs? This nigga uh, thought the Great Dane was a camel. With the big necks. <laughs> Massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. They got chain horse on, so that's all this shit, yeah. Look. <laughs> It's so many breeds of big ass <laughs> dogs. What's the one that do that? Yeah, they got black people that don't even know about. Man, them motherfuckers. Oh, they got oh, different big, big ass, ass whatever they call them. I saw one of those. I've never seen a dog that big before yeah, in my man, life. I thought that kind of dog. See, that's the dog. thing. They got a mastiff that look like a fucking bear, nigga. Yeah, no, they got okay, one that look like what, what, what you say was one? A mastiff. Oh, mastiff. I thought it was a mastiff. But he was talking about a Russian dog. A Russian dog. I can't think of that. Cain Corso is a mastiff. No, not Akitas. I know Akitas, but it's a Russian dog. That's Japanese in that bitch. I used to like the dog. I mean, the head on that bitch not that big, bro. I don't know what's so easy. It's so easy to finish. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's big as that. It's like some type of shit. I'm going to get me a dog. A cane, so I got a cane corso, but I'm gonna use them just to stud them. But I'm gonna give me a, a black cane corso, and I'm gonna do his ears and everything. Nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm doing it too well in my life. I'm getting me a fucking border collie that look just like Lassie, and I'm naming it Lassie. A border collie? Lassie. Lassie. Bro, I grew up watching Lassie in black and white. That's a collie, right? You remember, like they would show like some some like in Technicolor ones. Then they would show like the old Lassie. Black and white. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you remember Flipper? Yeah. Yeah. White people had a what about dolphin, Bud? man. What, what was he? He was that a came, that retriever. Was retriever. You don't yeah. see no more, but they getting distinct, man. Extinct. Extinct? Uh, ex- yeah. Yes, what I say distinct? Distinct. But not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, one today. What, uh, a golden retriever. A golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Now they breeding everything with a poodle, nigga. Get you oh, a golden yeah. doodle. People don't understand. These are birth defect <laughs> dogs. Your dog ain't gonna live past five years. We should get in the business. Pit doodle. We should get. They got a pit doodle too. We should get some pit doodles. It's called a. What is what they call? Doodle Wilder. We should get some pit doodles. A pit doodle. Sell them to all the niggas in the B game. Who? Pit Boodles. Pit Boodles, yeah, there you go. They gotta be big, cause they Poodles bite. They, they're known yeah. to bite. The big ones is good. The big ones will be on your ass. Them little dogs aggressive. You, you damn, they, they have to tell them about they sell. The Dalmatians have the worst bite. 
For real? The Dalmatian? And I was just saying I want me a Dalmatian. They said they had the worst bike. For real? Man. You take them goddamn polka dots off. I get sick of seeing that motherfucker. You don't fuck with the Dalmatian? Nah, dots? man. Put your shit on. You out here dressed all goofy and shit. No, this but they hard. Doodle, bro. Right. Right. You got a chocolate chip, dog? Look at the pit doodle. Let's take a look mad than a motherfucker. Oh, he looked at that. Like, why y'all do this goofy ass shit to me, man? That's stupid shit. That shit's up in the That looks bad. That nigga look like I ain't even going to get it. That nigga got a pimple head and a poodle body, bro. That nigga like, Fuck this goof ass shit, man. But you know what a Frenchie is, right? Yeah. You know the the little dog, the pig, the pub dog, pub, the pub dog yeah. that's on uh, many black. black dog. It's, it's a pub dog and a and a massive. That's oh. how, bro. Who hit who? The 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 the, 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 the male hit the massive female. Oh, okay. Because right. people don't know that French bulldogs are birth defect dogs. I don't know the fuck. And we just, they just killed all breed. Yeah, all dogs. And before you know it, they, they got their own breed. Get their genetic modifications, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how we got here. But, but, it's, a, but, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because yeah. it, it gets money too, though. Like, it's a big mini. Like, people love animals. You started just, this shit. Now, Mastiff and a um, pug. Uh, I'm pug. looking at all the you, Ask them for what a French bulldog come from. A pug and a Mastiff. You looked it up? Yes. A French bulldog. <laughs> the pug, yeah. Oh my God. The one that be like, what up, Jay? Oh my yep. goodness, wait a minute, bro. It just looked like a boxer now. You should have just got a boxer yeah. almost at that point. Them dogs smart as hell. That's what crazy. Look, look, the look, oh, that's, look how big and small this is. It's so small. It's big oh and small God. at the same oh, time, bro. Dear. Why would you do that to that dog? Like, <laughs> Beetlejuice. It's a lot of Big body looking ass dog. It's a lot of dogs. Why do you see it? It's funny that you brought up Beetlejuice because it's like now looking back. Just knowing what that movie was, man, that dude, Michael Keaton, was funny as a motherfucker. Well, he did it. Oh, oh, he yeah. said that's his favorite movie he did. That Word. shit was oh, hilarious, man. I like, I like Batman. He was, he was my favorite Batman. He was my favorite Batman. But that man, nigga Beetlejuice was, was sitting out there on that little ass property with the nigga smoking <laughs> in that lawn chair. Beetlejuice? I'm the ghost with the most, babe. That nigga. <laughs> They're doing another one. Hey, that's where it goes. I feel like they ain't got no chub but to do it. And they shoot it now. Oh, that's gonna be out. That's gonna be dope. You remember the Beetlejuice cartoon? Yeah, yeah. He was I had the Beetlejuice game. What about Pepper Ann? He was trying to fuck a young lady. That, that little girl was not of age. What? Who? Lydia? Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. <laughs> he is a ghost. She's a teenager. He is a ghost. He was still trying to get married. So he was still trying to throw something up. But hey. That, ghost or not? That was inappropriate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, trying to get, yeah, he was of, trying to marry her. Mm-hmm. With no, with no no writer. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so funny. They throw a lot of shit like that in those type of movies. He be like, yep, they can get away with that stuff. You ever think about all the shit that we just grew up watching that we thought would be timeless that they secretly hiding now? Man, uh, so much, so much. What's here, man? With it, it okay, media. So check this out. Media. One of the oh, most popular it? shows, motherfucking Mr. Wizard. Oh, yeah. Old Mr. white Wizard. man. You should just have I kids over his house doing science experiments. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wizard. Smart. <laughs> it should be a little dangerous, too. He'll, he'll bust some shit on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real projects and shit. 
I remember Bill. Then it always ended up with Mr. Wizard wanting to turn the lights off and show you something. <laughs> and Living Color wouldn't be able, can't be, couldn't be on right oh, now. Ain't no way. I was watching Living Color, the racist realtor. No. But ain't no way you can play that shit on TV now. I know. Shit, ain't it's no real racist realtor. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, but the way that they did that sketch, you know what I mean? Men on film, bro, you can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can't. Hey, man, this is one of my now. favorite sketches from the latest season of uh, In Living Color when Jennifer Lewis was on there. You remember that she was on there at the end? She was she was a cast member? Yeah. She had this character she used to do when she was the mama, but she was on the phone the whole time. Like, she used to be on the phone all day, and, like, her kids would run up to her and ask her something. She'd be like... But all through the sketch, she'd be on the phone. So even at night, it'll be like her husband, he'll roll over, he'll be like, baby, that was great. Then she'll just pop up and be on the phone. But you have to look this shit yeah, up, man. Right? She would literally be on the phone all day. Man. Yeah, with Damon, Damon Wayans, man, on that motherfucker. Like, just the shit they do. Handyman? Oh, no. You remember when he had the little, the little lady was his sidekick? The, the tiny, tiny, um, the tiny Avenger? Mm-hmm. She was the little, uh, she was the little person. Yeah, the little homeless that. dude they that had the, 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 oh, shit, yeah, the pickle yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. look, oh man, and you so need to tell me you ain't got nothing you can give me, man. The you know what man? Remember that? Oh, the, the, the strongest, strongest woman in the world. That was Jim Carrey. That head detective was funny, man. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, that shit was so hilarious. Bro, when he flipped him over, had to punt him. Do it. David Allen Green. 1975. David Allen Green is one of the funniest people on the planet. Man, that nigga's hilarious. Got a feeling. Like all that shit. Uh, his David guest appearances on sitcoms in the oh, 90s so is my favorite. Oh, yeah, he's of over there. All the comedians that did guest appearances so in the funny. 90s on sitcoms. David Allen Grill, man, don't get no better than Slim, man. Every time you seen him on anything, he was hilarious. Where His guest so role was hilarious. He was more smooth on Boomerang. But when they thought that he was bringing the jacket back, he was like, did you think yeah. that he wore the jacket and br- stamped it up to be damned <laughs> and brought it back? Like, who says that? He is brilliant, yo. His improv is yeah. just magnificent. Man, when he was Joe from, uh, what was the, the principal, Lena? On me, Mr. McAfee. Oh, Mr. McAfee, yeah. With the fake shoe. Uh. Mac, Mac, McAfee. (laughs) My favorite. That show used to go so hard every week. That's a good question. If it was any show that, as a comedian, like if you could have been on any show, what would you have picked to be on a cast member? Oh, you know, it would have been Martin. Martin, me too. Mm, I love it. that Time show. Martin, that's man. Man. that's, that's the best show in the world to me. Timeless, man. man. So funny. I can sit right here and watch rerun. If anything on TV, if I see Martin, I don't give a fuck. If it's oh, a football it game back, uh, I'm finna watch me some Martin. But you know, everybody, yeah. even yeah. like the smallest characters. characters on there became your They're favorite people. Oh, yeah. Angry man. Man, you see, man, no, sit your ass down. Ass down. Hey, this is Jerry. This is Jerry. I don't hey. need no damn tuna. Yeah. Hey, the dragonfly dog. The one lady. I ain't drunk. I'm on too. medication. She's that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't even brush my teeth. <laughs> hey, you, know, you know what, Martin? I don't think people even realize this, but I put this. It's a sitcom, mm-hmm. but it's actually a sketch yep. show disguised as a sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you mean? All them care. It's a sketch comedy show. There's not a scene on there where they leave any shit. Like they going for the funny and the jokes. 
Martin might play a character at the beginning that has nothing to do with the right, rest right, of the right. episode. Yep. It might just be a character that pop in and it's just a vehicle for this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you call it? Tracy Morgan might pop in this bitch. Bruh mm-hmm. Man might pop mm-hmm. in this bitch. Like, even the other motherfuckers, <clears throat> buddy with the fucked up hair at the barbershop. Mm-hmm. Little dog! Yeah. Became a character, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, me! Man, one of my favorite episodes of Martin is when uh, Jerome and Cole was arguing over Pam. Oh, Pam. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Get your thick ass the other nigga who used to I got another show. You want to hear? Oh yeah, uh, don't you know no good? Don't you know no good? That Tommy Hearns episode, though. Oh yeah, man. Oh my yeah. God, all-time that was, favorite. That was Come on, man. Martin CD player. He Martin sat on that couch. Yeah, Martin Hill is crazy. Martin Hill, just that show, man. Oh, That's nigga, the you remember Frank White Bob yeah, from accounting? White Bob from accounting. Yeah, <laughs> this party's out of control. Jesus is out of control. This whole party's out of control. Different characters, but they all you all respect them as their own I don't know well, any why. show, it don't have to be a sitcom. I don't know why, but this is just the shit I used to watch with my mom and like my little brother. Reruns, goddamn Night Court. If I could have been on any show about nigga, me and my mom used to watch this shit favorite supermarket suite. Yeah. My nigga, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be on Super yeah. Bro, sweet. So I'm man. grown right now and I still wanted some of them hams that was wrapped up <laughs> yeah, in gold. Right. Yeah. I know them honey big hams. It's on the game show network. It's oh, yeah, they all so you mean it's still coming? They making new ones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm hey. Get him. Leslie was hosting that me. show. Yeah. Oh, I want to go on Super Leslie Jones sweet. was hosting yeah. it. Man. When you hear the sound of the beat, mm-hmm. you're on Supermarket Super Sweet. Yeah. Then they had oh, another what? one in the mall. What was that one? A shop till you drop? I think oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but what about this? If you were a kid, you remember this shit? That is hor- Those shows are horrible for poor people. <laughs> Very bad. Those are the people who watch them. Was 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 that born? No, probably not. You okay. might not have been, but all it was was you ran through the store. I can you tell could. y'all having like a little '80s moment, right? Yeah, yeah. real '80s. <laughs> real '80s. Born in the '80s. This yeah. one, they still had Toy Store. <laughs> yeah. You can get everything that you can fit in the goddamn car in a minute. Do you know what guts is? I, I know what the Flintstones are. I mean, but you ain't never seen the show Guts that came on Nickelodeon when I you see were... Andy Griffin. Bro, they had this one <laughs> show when Nintendo <laughs> was popular. <laughs> it used to come on in the morning where motherfuckers time. used to play Nintendo games and, like, you would have to just play all these Nintendo games and try to, like, beat the game. Mm. And then it's like, if you got to a certain point, they had, like, this big-ass shit just full of Nintendo tapes and you can just run through there for, like... 30 seconds, as many as you could grab, you could keep. And then they would judge you on like, your score would be based off what games you got. And if you got a certain score, you could keep all the games. 
That's yeah, crazy. Right. Yeah, all them shows. Double Dead, Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple. As a well, young I'm nigga. Say, I'm about to say, what, that no nigga love me? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you yeah. are there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. That's it. All right, now we need you. Oh man, now that you think about that show, Dare, it's like that's a pity ass show. What that show? Because they the whole show is no, like they, they ask two teams questions. Yeah. And if you don't know the answer, you can just dare the other team to answer it. And if they don't know the answer, they can double dare you to answer it. So if you don't know the answer, it's fine. You can just take the physical challenge. Right. But you like you. A lot of motherfuckers went on there and did no shit. It was like physical challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ain't yeah. dead nobody. Right. Physical challenge. Just to go crawl through the slime and see if you can yeah, find the flag. So, it don't be fun like that third time. They be moving different. That first, that first one, they was going hard. About that third one. <laughs> see, I wouldn't even want to be on a comedy show. I would want to be on some dramatic shit that's in season forty-four right now. Like all my yeah, children. Like some shit like that. I'll be on Law and Order. I want to be on one of them niggas that came on on like season nine. <laughs> I done grew up and everything. I done got in the rest of the season where I went to jail. Now I'm a detective and shit. <laughs> I was a troubled kid. I done grew up in front of these folks. I didn't know They just take all them cases from real, the real life. Yeah, it's Because they had the cases. Like I remember they did it. So the R. Kelly case, I was like, oh, they yeah. terrible as fuck. They did the <laughs> Rihanna, Chris Brown shit. I they was like, did what the fuck? They did Michael Jackson. They did yeah. Michael Jackson too? Yeah. I ain't seen the Michael Jackson. It was the white guy. Oh, that's crazy. crazy. But all the kids. Yeah, Movie guys. producer. That's the name of the episode. Right. I saw the Chris Brown, Rihanna one. Yeah, though. that mm-hmm. shit was. They got to start letting addictive. niggas like us on some of these shows, bro. But yeah. I think they don't be knowing we want to be on them. They know now. We yeah, do. Yeah. We watch it. We love it. What? Oh, I'm about to try to get on some science fiction shit. Oh, that's a lot of shit. Man. Don't put me on no A5 shit. I'm, I'm on a new Star Wars shit. I'm I would love to be on fucking X5. I hate that shit. I'm scared of that Cut that shit off. Yeah, Cut that shit off. I ain't fuck with the S5 shit. Exactly. I think they fucked around and had a nigga. It was the last time I watched the S5. If you watched the S5, you remember this. They, they came on, and it was, it was a dude in the bathroom. So he was using the bathroom, but somebody was like on his little, on like a little, a little wheel, not like a wheelchair, but some shit. Like a, like a little dolly type, but the nigga ain't had no legs. And he came in on the nigga in the bathroom and killed the nigga in the bathroom. Man, I cut this shit off. The nigga with no legs came in there and killed the nigga who was standing there pissing in the bathroom. <laughs> I yeah. cut the shit out. I said, man, this shit too much for me. The, the show that used to scare the shit out of me was Unsolved Mystery. Oh, yeah, that music was Unsolved Mystery. That nigga music. voice could get you going. That nigga voice, man, Unsolved Mystery. And why was it coming out all that fog? It was foggy in the motherfucker on that set. Okay, Unsolved Mystery. Unsolved Mystery. How old were you when you figured out that wasn't actual footage from the shit? That was real. Everybody did what the fuck they were showing. If you have any information leading up to the capture, John. Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> Last seen in the Nevada area. Oh, yeah, shit. I can't watch those. Even now, like those shows. Well, right now, oh, I never watch all unsolved missions, all cold Let's cases. go watch some of this shit from the 80s. Real. You be on the road and they can show pictures of real yourself. dead bodies on TV. No, I know. I can't. People always think this the 80s, but the early 90s was when <laughs> oh, TV was really on some, some wild ass nut shit. Yeah. yeah. 
every horror movie had a fucking sitcom or like a, a show for it. Mm-hmm. Remember the Freddy Krueger series? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nigga, they, they had Freddie looking crazy on that motherfucker. Nigga, they just had a cold case file. Jason had a TV series. You know, another show that used to, I couldn't watch Swamp Thing. Nigga. That was I a good ass show. You missed some shit. I, I watch Swamp, Swamp Thing wasn't even about the monster. This nigga was a scientist who had an experiment going wrong, fucked around and ran to the swamp. The swamp, the shit, whatever the shit was that got on him, the swamp shit got on him, made him a super strong ass nigga, but he still was a genius though. Yeah. That's the cold part about I Swamp Thing. Because even while he was Swamp Thing, motherfuckers used to come out there and ask him for formulas and shit like that, and he would like come up out the swamp and help people. And he was oh, yeah. the whole swamp. Right. Yeah. And his whole shit was he was trying to figure out a way to reverse being Swamp Thing. Oh, man, I couldn't watch right. that. Right, because he ended up turning being Swamp Thing. That That's a good-ass movie. The Fly. Yeah, when he turned into the Fly. Oh, 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 bro. Transformation, just every fingernail fall yeah. off. That was disgusting. It was a nasty Then teeth fall out. Yeah. You like, ugh. Then your skin start rip. What? Man, we gotta wrap this shit yeah. up. We'll be here all night. We big. I just yeah. started all this shit. Bump into a whole boy. A whole thing. Yeah. See, what you get? You started it. Nah. What you supposed to be here? And you got them. Yeah. You know what it is. I appreciate it because I'm, I'm just being myself. Like I'm not trying to match your. I just I love watching you talk. This one right here. <laughs> this one right here. That's my. That's you my know, people's we talk, right we there, talk boy. Big shit, man. Big Who, big me? shit. Yeah, yeah. Me and Ida had plenty of moments where we was like, "What the fuck is they doing?" Over there? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, I, they <laughs> shit, I know Carlos ain't fucking with this shit. So. Yeah, it was. It was. But look, look where we are now. Right, I love exactly what, what we coming up next. What we aspire to be. People always want to know what you what you about to do, even though you just did a whole bunch of stuff already. What you got going? So it's funny because I always talk about how I'm not big on Atlanta because of my past trauma here. But um, I booked a movie today that's shooting. In yeah. So I'll be back in a couple of weeks, and I'm doing a show out here with um, some of the some of the greatest women in comedy that I respect. We're doing a show here at um, the beginning of April, but... Oh, wow, I appreciate that. It feels so good, and um, so I'm writing a book that for... I got a book deal, and... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I appreciate it. That came off the special. That was before. Oh, you was already working on the book Yeah, deal. I got it. Um, and you know, I don't really celebrate my wins. I kind of keep them to myself, but I appreciate it. Well, you have to learn to celebrate them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got more good news than a motherfucker. Yeah, and I have an animated series that I'm working on. I ain't clapping no more. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. They told me I wasn't gonna do Shaq. I was told I would never get a special. I was told I, so everything that I've done, I was told that I couldn't do. And they treated you like so, the teachers treat your rappers. Oh, back absolutely. In the day. absolutely. I when I was uh, they, they know who they are. The, Look at them. The Shaq thing, they always say, oh, ain't no, ain't, they not about to put no Puerto Rican woman on Shaq. Yes, they are. They did. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last oh, one. Oh, so, 
your shit. I appreciate it. Man, don't forget about us when you blow up in, in uh, you know Espanol. But I'm about, saying you about I to have be. so many cars. I need to get old. Uh, what do you call it? The, the old keychains. So they I need old cars. Well, I ain't gonna care. They all got the same keys. We don't even know who Pine Park is. You gotta go to the bank to get one. I'm telling you, the car was sold at originally with that sticker that came with the original purchase of the car. You already blew up. Watch what's about to happen. Now you about to blow up again. You gonna be on fucking Narcos or some shit as the new fucking Griselda Blanco or some shit. That's, a, that's my dream is to. I and love then they're gonna be like, stuff. bro, why she on the show? I'm like, bro, she is out of here. Out of here. She yeah. is playing J Lo's sister back. in the fucking like the TV drama series. Stuff than the comedy. Yeah. For real, I know. Yeah, because comedians. She's easy. Because we have our own voice in comedy, so they try to plug us in comedy, and right. it's like, hey, do this, and it's corny. Right. But dramatic stuff, Shit's most fun. of us can do it because our comedy is rooted in drama. Right. Yeah. Like, Dan Cook is a really good dramatic actor. He's very good. Really? I'm still trying to do some work with Lou Diamond Phillips. Word. <laughs> Young girl. And Emilio Estevez. I don't like that. I like Young Girl. You know, Charlie Sheen's real name ain't Charlie Sheen. I saw a book what they had that they used to have with the celebrities, real, supposed to be real names. Did you know Chuck Norris' first name is Carlos? His name is Carlos Norris? Damn. And Charlie Sheen is half Mexican. Yeah. So that's why uh-huh. Martin Sheen, so they changed. That's why yeah, that's Emilio, Emilio Estevez's Estevez brother. brother. Uh, yeah, he kept his last name and the other one changed. Oh, the Estevez. It's a bunch of Latin people who changed their names so that they could be seem white. Uh, well, I'm one. Shifting. I'm one. I ain't know that boy we got. I'm like, I changed my name. Like when you see me, I'm white. My name's on that black and 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 white. Well, drop your social media so they can follow you. Funny Ida, A I D A. I don't read comments and I don't battle rap with bitter balls on the internet. So don't waste your time. Though. I don't don't waste your time. So a lot of people doing paragraphs, doing the little yeah, Kermit thing. Didn't read it. Uh-uh, I see more <laughs> yeah. than three words, and I'm like, yeah, fuck so that. I, Life is too short. Yeah. How you funny, Ida? Uh huh. It's A I D A. It's not Ida. The it's funniest Ida. video on your page is your cousin pulling up with the machete. <laughs> that, with the what? Oh, with the, that oh yeah, video yeah. is so funny. That's like everybody got a cousin like that. That ain't even my cousin. That's just a Mississippi cousin. Like when you have some smoke in Mississippi and your cousin pull up. Oh, yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Come on, brown girl. Hey, shout out to King South. If you don't know King South, there's a nigga on there. Love you, cup. He be yeah. saying that shit all the time on Instagram. <laughs> we got to get him on here. He funny. Him. Couple more motherfuckers. This I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Make sure you watch Fighting Words streaming on HBO. Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. 85 South Show, Ida Rodriguez. We out this bitch. Twins. What's up? If you ever want to write with me, y'all niggas finally made it outside. Be fucking around with y'all, man. What y'all got over here? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble. 
is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.